No matter your age, health and life insurance can be confusing and overwhelming. This is Derek Bailey with Bixler Insurance. Whether you are currently on Medicare or will soon be qualifying for Medicare, we have the products and expertise to meet your needs. Under age 65 and looking for health coverage? Interested in protecting your family from an unexpected loss with a life insurance policy? We can discuss options to assure your peace of mind. Call Bixler Insurance today to schedule your free appointment. Nine miles from Monmouth and nine miles from Fort Wayne, situated on 27 just south of 469, sits Nine Mile Restaurant, your home for great meals since 1837. Providing home-cooked meals to travelers between Decatur and Fort Wayne for over 180 years, Nine Mile has stood the test of time as an institution on the southern edge of Allen County. With seating on the family side, the bar side, and outdoors, there's always a reason to stop and have a meal. Nine Mile also has a full-service bar and a professional service that can cater your next event or party. The next time you're on your way to or from Fort Wayne, stop in. You've gone the distance. Welcome to Nine Mile. When it comes to your home, there are things the handyman in you wants to do. And then there's things that should be left to the experts. When it comes to seamless gutters, there's only one choice in our area, and that's SureFlow Seamless Gutters Indicator. Tired of gutters that leak at every seam and every downspout? Call the guys at SureFlow. Putting on a new metal roof and want your gutters to do the job they're meant to do? Call SureFlow. Find them online at SeamlessGutters.net or give them a call. SureFlow Gutters, 260-888-5062. coach back in the day who coached a couple of state champions uh, here at Belmont, A.J. Calvin, A.J. Tim has dubbed this Pack the House night tonight. I know it's going to be packed, but they're still rolling in here. They've got the upper wings on the two sides let out. I think they're going to let out the ends here pretty soon, but uh, it's going to be a fun night tonight. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. When my family gets sick, I don't have time to wait. With Adam's Health, I get same-day appointments, either in-person or telehealth. I look out for my mom, too, so I like how quickly we get care for her. And I've started using Adam's MyChart. It's so simple. I just go online, schedule appointments, get answers to questions, even check test results. No 30-minute car rides. No two-day waits. Just the medical care we need today. Adam's Health. Close by and compassionate. 
holidays are here, and the perfect tech gift you've been looking for can be found on our showroom floor. Hi, this is Tina with Innovative Concepts Audio Video. From Denon noise-canceling headphones to Yamaha soundbars, Klipsch bookcase speakers to Samsung frame TVs, there is no gift too big or small that won't be loved by all. This holiday season, Dash and Innovative Concepts for all your technology needs. Located at 1421 Manchester Street Indicator, we bring technology to you. The chill has arrived with a cool cash instant rebate of up to $1,550 on your complete carrier system or special financing up to 72 months from Masters Heating and Cooling. Turn to the experts with a 10-year parts and 3-year labor warranty standard on every job and their apples to apples price match guarantee. The chill is no problem with a cool cash rebate from Masters online at mastersheatcool.com. We select our insurance companies the same way you do, very carefully. When you work with us, you can count on receiving fast, courteous, and professional service and quality protection through Auto Owners Insurance. For a no-problem approach for your life, home, car, and business insurance needs, ask us about the no-problem company, Auto Owners Insurance. See Toby, Mark, Kyle, or Barb at Graber Insurance with offices on Highway 27 North in Burn and 623 West Monroe Street in Decatur. You may not know it, but Hitzer Patio and Fireplace is the perfect gift center for most everyone on your gift list. Big green egg grills, gift certificates, tabletop pellet grills, Pelican premium coolers, cast iron kettles and Dutch oven. Unique gift ideas for special people on your gift list. Hitzer, 269 East Main Street in Bern. Merry Christmas from Hitzer! Dave Nathan from the Z-Team here for the All-American Gas Stations in Monroe, Hoagland, Monroeville, Ossian, and throughout Z-Land, and it's happening again. The All-American stores not only give to countless charities, but they're also supporters of local high school athletics here on ZBD. The next time you need gas or a quick snack, stop in for a cold fountain pop, an energy drink, or a hot meal. From Monster Energy Drinks to Snickers Bars, from smoothies to a hot meal on the go, it's all at your local All-American stores. Check out the All-American Stores official Facebook page for more details and sales. The All-American Stores, hometown owners, hometown staff, your hometown team. Adams County, this is Kim Baker, Kelly Automotive Group of Decatur, Indiana, coming to you with a career spotlight. We have positions open in our service facility for technicians. All levels of technicians are needed, whether you're an A-Tech, B-Tech, C-Tech, or just a quick loop. We have positions and growth within the company. We need you. Aspiring technicians, please go to our website, www.drivekelly.com. Under the careers tab, look for the service technician for Decatur, or please stop by 1313 South 13th Street in beautiful Decatur, Indiana. Central High School, almost said Hager Hershey Zelda High School Wrestling Weekly. We are in the match now, and the crowd is starting to file in. Rex Burr along with A.J. Calver as uh, this is a big match, A.J. I know that you may not have been able to watch this Adam Central team, but uh, we've carried three or four of their matches already. And this is a young squad that uh, is getting better every time they wrestle. They had a late start 
due to football state finals. But uh, they've got a talented young group of freshmen that have really stepped in here, and there's going to be some pretty good matches here tonight. There certainly will be. Tony Curry's squad is 12-2 and on the year. Tim Myers undefeated 22-0 and for Belmont. Both of these teams are ranked number one in their class. Adams Central is number one in 1A. Belmont is number one in 2A. Now the question is, will some of these young kids for AC be able to post some upsets? And we're going to start at 132 pounds, which could be good for Adams Central. I'm not sure because they've got a great ninth grader in Brayson Shorgen, who's 13-1 and one on the year. He'll be wrestling against Kevin Loshia, Belmont senior, who's 16 and 6. You know, back in the day, uh, Dusty Mitchell was a stud at Wrestle Fram Central. That is Dusty Mitchell's nephew, and his grandpa told me, he said, You guys are putting way too much effort into it. It's just Sorgen. Sorgen? Well, just no, no C, just Sorgen. Sorgen. So I had, uh, <laughs> I had uh, Sorgens that wrestled for me at yeah. Lures. Okay. Three brothers, Sorgen. So I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. Uh, the next match, these are two matches if AC's going to pull out the upset tonight. Sorgen needs to win at 32, and Maverick Dubaw at 38 needs to win. He'll be wrestling against Chandler Thomas. Thomas is a junior at 10 and 12. Dubaw is a sophomore at 12 and 2. And those two matches, I think, are going to be key for AC. If, uh, if they don't win at both of those, I don't think they can win the duel. Nav Dubal is a, a very talented uh, sophomore for them. He came in, wrestled, did a lot of varsity as a freshman for them last year. He, he's a quality kid. wrestles in the uh, Madman Wrestling Club and has, has put in a time and, and had a great junior high uh, career already. Well, Myers is pretty excited about tonight because one reason is his, high school, his college roomie who he wrestled with, Roger Chandler, is in the house. Michigan State's head coach. He's here to watch Duke wrestle tonight. So that's, that's a, great, a great honor that the Michigan State's head coach would show up tonight for a Belmont home match against Adams Central. And uh, I don't know if they're going it, to... It's the return of the crowd is what Tim called it, but uh, it's a nice crowd tonight. Uh, we're going to have the biggest crowd we've seen all year. Uh, of course, and, and I've heard people talking about it all week. Everybody's talking about, yeah, let's go and see it. Uh, I mean, you and I have been involved in some some massive crowds in here. I mean, the, the biggest crowd, there were people hanging out of the rafters, all four decks open in, uh, against the Belmont Adam Central match back at about 75, I think. 74. 74. Yeah, I was. It, it's noted, and I thought it was a little 73, but it was 74. And uh, Adam Central was undefeated, Belmont was undefeated, and the place was packed. All the, all the seats were out, both sides, both ends. Everything was full. They took a picture of it, and at the time, I think it was the biggest high school crowd ever to see a, a dual match. But uh, we're going to have a great crowd tonight, and we're going to honor some state champions. Phil Lenrick, Bill Schultz, Chris Malin, B.J. Farote, T.J. Hayes, Jason Baker, John Sheets, Paul Baker, Paul Gunsett, Matt Irwin, Billy Baker, and Coach Tim Myers, a two-time winner. A.J., you and I both knew Chris Malin when he wrestled, and he was such an aggressive monster on the mat. He's such a quiet, mild-mannered, soft-spoken guy. We couldn't hardly even get him to talk on the radio. But, uh, you know, that's that's not the monster on the mat that we remember back in the day. Oh, Mongo had the nickname, and uh, people feared him. People literally feared him. And for years after I graduated, I'm refereeing Brown and said, man, you wrestled that Malin kid. He was a beast. And I said, yes, he was. Yeah, Chris, had the rules been the, what they are now, would have been a four-time state finals because he was third at uh, semi-state. And third didn't go. It was only one and two went. And then his 
next three years, he was third, got beat. He was winning his match in the semifinals, and a, a kid from Warren Central hit a hit a Peterson roll and uh, got a four-point move and beat him by a point or two. And then his junior year, he got caught in a throw and got beat by a kid he had destroyed at semi-state. Yeah, you, you and I watched that match no. in your living room. I had the video, and we were watching it. You know, 40 years later, you and I were both crying. It's like, uh, why did he do that? He, he just got a little panicked. He got a little behind, and, that was and awful. it just went downhill. But uh, the next year he come back, and I, I told him on the air tonight, you came back with a vengeance, and everyone in the state knew that you were going to be a state champion. Well, he, he beat Burton three times earlier in the year, and uh, Burton's a great wrestler for Snyder, but uh, Chris wasn't going to let it get away from him. So with that, let's uh, send it back to studio for a round of commercials. Back with more pre-match conversation on a big match of wrestling here tonight on WZBD. Timmy Takedown Tree Service on US 224, three miles east of Decatur, has firewood for sale. $30 a scoop, $75 for a 6-foot bed, $85 for an 8-foot bed. Timmy Takedown Tree Service can give you a free estimate on removing storm-damaged trees, grinding stumps, or trimming trees. Call 728-9120 and talk with Jake to set up an appointment. Timmy Takedown Tree Service has been in the area's best and most trusted tree service for 50 years. Stop out or call today. Expert Transmission on US 224 in Decatur and on US 124 in Bluffton is the place to go for not only transmission help, but also full service general auto and truck repair. Matt, Corey, and Tyler at Expert Transmission are experienced in ASC certified mechanics who can diagnose and fix your family or work vehicle. Call Steve or Dustin soon to set up an appointment. Expert Transmission has the best warranty in the business. Five years and 100,000 miles on a new transmission and can give you a free estimate. Call today at 724-2434 or like Expert Transmission on Facebook. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. When you're doing new construction or remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best Paul Baker Drywall. Luganville Excavating is a proud sponsor of high school wrestling on WZBD. Their son Memphis, a sophomore at AC, is doing his best to overcome adversity and wrestle for the Flying Jets. Memphis has made tremendous strides and is determined to continue. You can follow his journey on Facebook at Memphis's Ride. As Luganville Excavating works hard for their customers, follow Memphis's challenge to make the team. He would love to hear from you. Miller Land Surveying is one of Northeast Indiana's premier full-service land surveying firms. From lot and boundary surveys to large topographical, commercial, and industrial surveys, Miller Land Surveying can help you with all of your surveying needs. With a seasoned staff, the latest technology, and a drive for perfection, rest assured your project will be done professionally and efficiently completed every time. MLS is proud to support today's broadcast and encourages everyone to get out and support local athletes.
Welcome back to Belmont High School, where tonight the Adam Central Flying Jets make the short trip north to the teepee to take on the Belmont Braves. Belmont ranked number one in 2A, Adam Central ranked number one in 1A, and there's going to be some good matches tonight. Uh, Rex Burlong with A.J. Calvert. And A.J., we were trying to get Bill Schultz on the air, talk to him, and he didn't want to talk. You and I both know that that was a kind of a magical season. I was in the room. You know, everybody kind of knew that the dedication that Bill had for that season, and we just knew he was going to be a state champ. Well, Bill dedicated the season to his, uh, his teammate who lost his life over the summer. And um, he just wasn't going to lose. You know, he was wrestling for something above and beyond just himself. And uh, it was... Uh, and he's made the statement many times, I wasn't the best wrestler. I was nowhere near as good as these guys. But he was dedicated enough. He knew that nobody in the state was going to beat him that year. He didn't weigh that much, and it was an unlimited heavyweight class. He weighed 232 the last week of the season, and it was unlimited. He wrestled a kid from Evansville. It wasn't a modern-day kid, um, but the kid weighed 350. Big redheaded kid. Big kid. And Bill ended up pinning him. But Bill was giving up a lot of weight in most of his matches, but it didn't seem to matter. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, talked, on, we talked a few minutes ago. He kind of started that train rolling. After Bill made the state finals... Adams County, including a couple of um, Central guys in there, nine out of the next ten years put guys under the lights. And some years we put two and three guys under the lights. And uh, that's just the uh, legacy that started then for Adams County. And, you know, after I got, got out of high school and started refereeing, people say, man, who, who are those Belmont kids? You know, Belmont was talking around state. They didn't know anything about us. That all of a sudden we start having all these guys in the state finals. And it's like, those guys are the real deal. And, and people really, truly respected the Belmont name. Well, you know, We've got all these state champions here, Rex, but you know how many runners-up we've had over the years? Tons. Including yourself, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Uh, Rex's junior year, he was a state runner-up. I, I have the privilege. I was the first guy to ever make it to the state finals and not win. Congratulations. <laughs> Followed two hours later by Chris Malin. <laughs> but, uh, so, I mean, we've had, and for Belmont, Matt Irwin was downstate three consecutive years. He finished second, third, and first. Um, Tim Myers, Coach Myers, was in the finals three consecutive years, won it twice, and his senior year was beaten, Yeah, which is a sore spot. You don't want to bring that up with him. Now, his first, the first state championship he had, I was as close as anybody except for his two coaches. I refereed that year and was sitting along Matt's side and, and watched him win that first state championship. And that's exciting to be an Adams County guy and a Belmont guy and see a, a Belmont guy win that close. And it was just a, a great feeling. When B.J. Farrell was a junior, he was the first champion at Market Square Arena. We called that on the radio. And then his senior year, he was thrown out of bounds, and he banged his head on the gym floor and probably suffered a concussion because he doesn't remember any more of that match or the next match. And he didn't win that year, but for a very good reason. He was concussed. Well, out in the lobby, he just told us earlier, he said, his freshman year, he got in a scramble with a kid and caught him and pinned him. He said, I probably shouldn't have won my freshman year. He said, the guys in my senior year, he said, I'd beat all of those guys that finished in the top three. I'd beat all of them in the summer. He said, I should have won my senior year. And he said, but not my freshman year. He said, you never can tell what's gonna, how it's going to play out. No, you really can't. You just got to get there and then hope for the best. After tonight, Belmont will be off until they go to Mishawaka to wrestle on the 29th and 30th and we will be live on the second day for the uh, placement round we'll do that live on the air for all the belmont wrestlers 
And uh, hopefully Belmont will have a, a few, hopefully, in the finals. That, that's, a, that's such a tough tournament, A.J., you know, with uh, Crown Point and Center Grove and some of those teams in there. You're not guaranteed to make it into the second day. No, you're not guaranteed of anything. And um, Belmont will have to wrestle their best to, to, to make it to the second day. A lot of these kids, like uh, Cole Mendez, who's 15-1 and one right now, and uh, Blake Luganbill, who's 20-2, and two, uh, they got great records, but if they don't wrestle their butts off, you know, they may not make second day. And Tim, Tim told us earlier tonight, he said, that's one of those deals where we want to make sure that uh, we will make sure that pull <laughs> Tyrone Wilson and one of our officials tonight, along with Roger Griffith, tell us they had to pull out bleachers on one end. So we've got three of the four upper decks rolled out, AJ. So they're still coming in. but That's um, a good thing. Tim Myers said that, you know, Mishawaka is one of the things that it, it shows you where you're really at. Your guys can be 21-0, but they haven't wrestled Center Grove. They haven't wrestled Brownsburg. They haven't wrestled uh, Center uh, Crown Point. I mean, that's where you decide, am I the real deal, or am I just wrestling some guys that are not as good as I am to get this undefeated record and decide, okay, it's time to rubber hits the road. Well, it's, it's unfortunate for our best kids that we don't see better competition because if Duke Myers was able to see state-ranked kids every week, week in and week out, it would make him nothing but better. Same thing with Gavin Davis. Same thing with Keegan Martin. No, they're going to they're going to see some tests after Mishawaka and the team state. Is uh, there's some quality teams coming in with uh, Belmar Ang number one, Delta right behind them number two, Jay County Western. Uh, so there's some really good teams in that 2A state finals. So they're going to test the Braves for sure, without doubt. Uh, just because you rank one doesn't mean doesn't guarantee you to win the state title. With that, let's send it back to the studio for another round of commercials with Steve Roush on board, and we'll be back with more of uh, this uh, match here on WZBD. Have you received notification that your Medicare plan is non-renewing? Is your prescription drug plan or Medicare Advantage plan changing? Or has your Medicare supplement rate increased? If so, call Dan Kintz at Kintz Insurance for a free, no-obligation consultation. Dan is certified with the top Medicare insurers and can help you navigate through the many plans available. Give Dan Kintz a call at 728-8888. Kintz Insurance since 1966. Why lose out to pain? Visit Dr. Carla Grody at Grody Chiropractic, 320 West Monroe Street, Decatur. She's a specialist in the utilization of proven non-force techniques to treat injuries of all kinds requiring professional chiropractic care. Call 724-2510 for an appointment with Dr. Carla Grody. Open Monday through Thursday, closed Friday and Saturday. Grody Chiropractic, 320 West Monroe Street, Decatur. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. Does your smile need work? Maybe it's time for a cleaning and exam. Visit Laura Kugelhahn, DDS, and her knowledgeable caring staff at Complete Smiles on North Main Street in Bluffton. Dr. Kugelhahn would love to help you maintain your dental health or transform your smile. Whatever your needs might be, Complete Smiles is there to help you. Dr. Kugelhahn is currently accepting new patients. Call 824-3100 to schedule an appointment. 
This is Ed Thurman, and I've driven across every highway and bridge in Indiana calling high school games on the radio since 1972. We take those bridges and overpasses for granted sometimes, but knowing they're made right here in Decatur at pre-stress puts me at ease and allows me to focus on the game. If you're looking for a career right here in Adams County, starting at over $20 an hour, go to prestressservices.com and click on Careers. From general labor with no experience to driving those long beams to the job site with your CDL, pre-stress might just have the job you're looking for. What love is Until you've learned The meaning Of the blues Until you've loved The love you had to lose You don't know Welcome back to Belmont High School Where tonight the teepee Will be hosting the Adam Central Flying Jets Versus the Belmont Braves And A.J. There's a great wrestler just walked by, Jeff Greer, a Harding High School state runner-up. He and Phil Ball went back and forth and beat each other three weeks in a row. West uh, Noble, I believe. Yeah, Phil Ball from West Noble, and Ball ended up getting the better of Greer. But I tell you what, I see Greer around a couple of big matches, just a great wrestling fan from back in the day. He was a few years older than I was, but uh, one time he was he was at Snyder, and Terry Burton was there, and, and, Terry, and uh, Greer says, I think we need to see a wrestling match between... Chris Malin and Terry Burton, and Terry Burton said, dude, I've had two strokes. He said, that would kill me. I want nothing to do with Chris Malin. I think um, he was a, a national uh, champion at one point in time. Wasn't he talking I about think so. Greer? He was. Junior college, and, and then he was invited to go compete for the Olympic team, and he didn't go. And I said, why? What, what happened? Well, I had a girlfriend at the time, and she didn't want me to go, and yada, yada, <laughs> whatever, and it, it, it didn't work out. Hey, we're going to start this match tonight. First of all, we're going to have four JV matches, and then after the four JV matches conclude, we're going to introduce the Belmont State champions from years gone by, and then we're going to have the varsity match after a little bit more warm-up, and we're going to start at 132 where uh, Brayson, is it Brayson? Brayson Sorgen. Sorgen, a 13-1 freshman, will be wrestling a senior for Belmont, Kevin Loshi. At 138, Maverick Dubois, a sophomore, 12-2, wrestling Belmont junior, Chandler Thomas, who's 10-12. At 144, it'll be Xander Schwartz, a freshman from Adams Central, 9-4, wrestling Sam Wolpert, a sophomore, who's 20-1 for Belmont. At 150, Max Byerly of Adams Central, a sophomore, 9-4, wrestling Blake Lukenbill, a senior, who's 20-2. At 157, it's Jared Smith, a junior, 9-4, wrestling Gavin Davis, a junior, 11-0. At 165, Matt Heiser, a junior, 9-4, wrestling Duke Myers, a senior, 22-0. At 175, Max Carr, a junior, 8-3, wrestling Xavier Palacios, a sophomore, 17-5. And then three seniors for Adams Central, the only seniors in their lineup, Trevor Curry, the senior, 14-0, wrestling Cole Mendez, the senior for Belmont, who's 15-1. At 215, Keegan Bloom, no, has not wrestled varsity yet this year. He's a senior. He'll be wrestling Keegan Martin of Belmont, who's 22-0. And then Zach Worm, who just uh, 
just signed a football scholarship to Anderson College, I believe. Uh, Worm is 6-0 on the year, and he'll be wrestling Grady Baker, a Belmont sophomore. And then back to 106, Miles Carr, who wrestled 106 last year, and beat Ethan Curtis, will be wrestling Ben Mills. Cale Beer, a freshman at 9-5, will wrestle Ethan Curtis at 113. Jackson Bingham wrestling Henry Frode at 120. And then the final match of the night, Dylan Ogg, a freshman from Adams Central, 11-3, and three, wrestling Belmont Junior, Will Franz, who used 15-7. and seven. Talk with Franzi. Franzi says, well, you know what? I hope it doesn't come down to me. Hope we got this thing locked up before then. I'd like to mention that uh, Johnson Auto Sales on the corner of 13th and Adams Street in Decatur, where you always drive a quality ride at a better price. and proud to be a wrestling booster. They put a, a vehicle in my garage last week or two weeks ago. And uh, Rebecca Cochran at uh, Certified Public Accountant at 165 North 2nd Street in Decatur, also proud to be a wrestling booster, and she does my taxes. So uh, a couple of uh, people that I use there, along with the head of the Turb Curb Driving Academy, and AJ, it's been a few years since I took driver's training, but uh, they're doing a fine job of uh, training the young drivers here in Adams County. Took a little road trip today, Rex, because I wanted to check out and make sure that we had plenty of firewood at Timmy Takedown Tree Service. I drove out there and uh, talked to Jake, and they do. Uh, it's been a warm winter so far, so, it, you know, the cold is coming. So it might be a good idea to get out there and load up with your firewood or they give them a call and they can bring it right to you. Our first junior varsity match has started. There are four junior varsity matches here tonight. With that, let's send it back to studio to get in a few more commercials before we get into the real action here. Wrestling starting here in about a half hour, but more wrestling pre-match right here on WZBD. When you walk out of the cold winter weather, you expect your home to be as warm as it was when you left in the morning. If you're worried about the heat in your home, call Kevin McIntyre. Don't get called for stalling, because once your furnace has gone out, you're already too late. McIntyre Heating and Air Conditioning can install a new furnace to meet your needs, or Kevin can service your existing furnace. A proud member of the Decatur community for decades, Kevin is a trusted repairman and installer of new furnaces. Call McIntyre Heating and Air Conditioning. Soul Pig Barbecue on 2nd Street in Decatur, across from the courthouse, features traditional and not-so-traditional barbecue. Brisket, smoked meats, pulled pork, wings, burgers, soul food, steaks, fish, seafood, and a full bar service. Bring the spouse and the young ones to Soul Pig and enjoy the family side or dine on the bar side. Large portions ensure no one will go home hungry after a Soul Pig meal. Follow Soul Pig on Facebook for the daily weekend and entertainment specials. Town & Country Auctioneers has teamed up with Shaw Real Estate to offer you the most comprehensive auction and real estate services in the area. Whatever real estate or personal property you're buying or selling, we have you covered. We provide our customers with the utmost care in handling you or your loved one's property. You can contact Mitzi Gardner or myself, Corbin Boltzmeyer, at 260-724-8899 to walk with you every step of the way throughout the process. Town & Country is at 211 North 13th Street, Decatur, Indiana. Hi everybody, this is Steve Fiesel in beautiful Bluffton, Indiana, the home of Velocity Motors. Winter doldrums getting you down, tired of going out seeing if old Betsy was going to start for you this morning? Velocity Motors has your answer. Stop in and see us for your next ride. Since 2009, Velocity Motors has been helping folks with their next car. Credit your issue? Velocity Motors has financing options for almost everyone. Come to Velocity Motors where you're always greeted with a smile and treated with respect. Wygan Construction in Fort Wayne is building landmarks that impact the lives and communities we serve. 
At Wygand, we believe that our most important responsibility as a building contractor and construction company is to stand by our commitments to our clients and to our community. That's why we believe in supporting high school athletics, where our local teenagers show their commitments to their teammates, their coaches, their schools, and their communities. Wygand Construction. Trust. Well built. Why let stains keep you from showing off your smile? This is Dr. Pamela Johnson from Bluffton Dental Clinic. Our office is proud to offer professional-grade whitening technologies to remove years of staining quickly and effectively. From in-office whitening to take-home kits, we can help you decide which system works best for your smile. We'll be happy to schedule a consultation at any of our convenient office locations in Decatur, Bern, Geneva, Bluffton, or Warren. Big county rivalry matchup between Adam Central and Belmont. AJ, you remember some big matches between these two schools back in the day, and uh, I believe it, believe it or not, there may or may not have been some wagers placed on some of these matches back in the day, but uh, always a good crowd here at Belmont, and they're rolling in tonight. we got three of the four upper decks rolled out, and crowd still kind of trickling in a little bit, but it's going to be a great crowd here tonight for the belmont Am Central match. Rex, these two teams first wrestled each other in January of 1974, and the Braves lead the all-time series 47-5. to So that's, that's how that rolls out. And that year in 78-79, when we came within one match of being state champions, we did not win sectional that year, as Adam Central was the sectional champions. Back in those days, if you got luck of the draw and had a bunch of rat tail matches, they counted toward your total score. And Adam Central had six or seven rat tails, which they won them all by fall. And they built themselves a fine lead and ended up winning sectional. Yeah, you, you can have all the champions you want, but if you can't catch them by the time those last... Uh, 13 matches go that we had at that time. Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, last night, Rex, Norwell came to Adams Central. You had that match on the radio. Adams Central defeated Norwell 48-21. And because they wrestled a night ago last night, both teams got an extra pound of weight allowance. Thank you very much. <laughs> so one extra pound. It doesn't sound like much to those of us that eat whatever we want. But for wrestlers, that's a big deal. And uh, I know that uh, after the first of the year, there'll be a two-pound weight allowance. So I'm, I'm a big TikTok guy, AJ, and uh, there's a TikTok meme comes up and says, what do you want for Christmas? And this wrestler says, two pounds, two-pound allowance. <laughs> and they certainly do. Last night, Trevor Curry started them off with a victory. McAfee was a winner at 215. Uh, Worm did not wrestle at heavyweight. Powell of Norwell was a winner. Miles Carr at 6-1, Kale Beer at 13-1. Uh, Adam Central forfeited at 120 last night. D Dylan Ogg was a winner at 126. Brayson Sorgen was a winner at 132. Maverick Dubal won at 138. Xander Schwartz won at 144. Max Byerly was a winner at 150. Jared Smith won at 157. And then at 165, Cody Cox of Norwell was a winner over Matt Heiser. And the final match was Elijah Benning of Noel over Max Carr of AC. There were some, uh, there were some couple of pretty good matches, some close matches, but Adam Central just had uh, too much firepower for the for the uh, Knights of Norwell. And Johnny Johnson told me at the NE8 when we were there at the NE8 Super Duels that uh, he's got some kids that had some career-ending injuries or season-ending injuries that uh, 
has taken him out of their lineup, and he said he's he's not back to the strength that he needs to be to be to be a contender. Talk with Tony Curry before the matches tonight, and talking about his match with Avon, and he said they were right in that match with Avon, and Avon's very good, and there are several classes above AC in terms of size, and they lost a match in a, a final ride out. It was a tie match, and the their their kid got ridden out, which so that determined the winner. And the other three matches went a point and two points. Otherwise, they could have beaten Avon. You know, that's why uh, Dane sent me the results, and I said uh, he, he told me that uh, AC had Avon kind of uh, crapping her drawers because it was that close. And uh, he said, like I said, ultimate tiebreaker in a one, and the other two matches are close. I mean, that, that swings the match to be uh, a lot closer than it was. Avon is ranked number four in 4A with a big class. Yeah, that's uh, AC was fighting above their weight. Yeah. And we'll see if AC is fighting above their weight tonight as they're facing number one, 2A Belmont here. A Belmont crowd, big crowd tonight. A lot of uh, AC fans here as well. A lot of people here to see the state champions as Tim Myers has done a great job in promoting wrestling here in Decatur at Belmont. And he's brought back as many of the state champions as he possibly could be bringing back. And they're all going to be recognized at the conclusion of these JV matches. Uh, first Belmont match, uh, first junior varsity match was won by a Belmont wrestler. And they uh, have another match going right now as the Adam Central wrestler gets the first takedown. Lots of camera crews here for the news uh, crews out. And uh, AJ, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Chris Everett, our WZBD photographer, uh, back on the side of the mat taking photos, things that she loves to do. Once again, give her a shout out. With that, let's send it back to the studio for another round of commercials with Steve Rouse. Back with more pre match conversation here on WZBD. At DeVos, Baker, Ainsworth, and Razzo, Tim Baker, Scott Ainsworth, and Ann Razzo combined for more than 75 years of experience in assisting individuals and families with planning and administration of end-of-life circumstances. Let our attorneys help give you the peace of mind in knowing your wishes will be carried out and your family and loved ones are protected. Contact one of these dedicated attorneys to discuss our comprehensive estate planning options or to learn more about our estate administration services. Rising costs of gas and food putting a strain on your budget? Is your paycheck stretched a little thin? Home and auto insurance rates are on the rise. Maybe it's time to shop around for a lower rate. Give Nick Rumschwag State Farm a call at 260-724-6010 and see if we can save you a few bucks. Don't have time to call? That's okay. You can get a quote 24 hours a day at nickrumschwag.com. You can even stop in our office on North 13th Street in Decatur. When you need building materials, you need Arnold Lumber, 425 Winchester Street Indicator, featuring lumber in a wide choice of sizes, plus doors, windows, roofing, and more. Whether it's a complete new home or remodeling, a new deck or deck repair, a new kitchen or a kitchen update, whether it's an erected or materials-only garage or pull barn package featuring quality metal, free professional designs and estimates, Arnold Lumber provides it all. Open 7 to 5, Monday through Thursday, till 4.30 on Friday and 11.30 on Saturday. Clean water is everybody's business. The City of Decatur thanks you for all you do to keep our streams and rivers clean, but we can do more. Pick up after your pet. And if you have a septic tank, have it pumped and have your system checked regularly. Sweep up spilled dry materials and dispose of them in a properly marked closed container. Don't wash them down the storm drain. Protecting water quality requires all of us to do our part to prevent stormwater pollution. Get more ideas on the web at DecaturIN.org. 
At Three Rivers Federal Credit Union, we're focused on empowering you to achieve financial wellness by offering the resources and support you need every step of the way. We're equally committed to bettering lives in our region through volunteerism, community funding and partnerships, college scholarships, and more. We give back to the people, places, and ideas that matter most to you. Learn more at threeriversfcu.org. Three Rivers is federally insured by the NCUA. Don Myers Plumbing and Heating and Burn is your American Standard home comfort dealer. American Standard has been in business for more than 100 years and welcomes Don Myers Plumbing and Heating of Burn as one of their independent dealers. Don Myers Plumbing and Heating and American Standard will provide your home or business with energy-efficient heating and cooling equipment, saving you money. Don Myers Plumbing, Heating and Cooling at the east edge of Burn on Adams County Road, triple zero, your American Standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Welcome back to Belmont High School. 157 pounders are on the mat wrestler right now, and I will get a copy of this junior varsity score sheet and lead out the uh, results of this junior varsity match as uh, Landon Rich has uh, turned his opponent to his back, working on some near fall right now. And AJ, lots of uh, friendly faces in the crowd, guys that we've known for wrestlers, uh, been a long time, uh, made their way into the stands tonight just to see some of their buddies that were state champions be recognized tonight. That's true, and a lot of area wrestling former officials and coaches are here tonight as a Christmas break, and everybody's off school now for the most part, and uh, they got an opportunity to see a pretty good wrestling match here with 1A and 2A number ones. And uh, good action here as uh, the Adam Central wrestler has just turned the Belmont wrestler on his back from the down position. Uh, Landon Rich is able to get back to his belly. <clears throat> Other matches, AJ, that uh, we're looking at, uh, once again, we're starting at 138. And a couple of key matches that uh, look as uh, at 32. There's a couple of uh, key matches uh, that uh, right there in the beginning that we're really going to set the tone for this match tonight, I think. Well, Adam Central needs to win at 32 and 38. I, I think Belmont's much better at 44, 50, 57, and 65. 75, maybe call that a, a toss-up with Max Carr, an 8-3 junior wrestling Xavier Palacios, a 17-5 sophomore. But uh, that's a match I think Belmont figures to win, but Adam Central would like to take that one. The match at, at 190 between Cole Mendez and Trevor Curry, that should be very entertaining. Cole Mendez has got no love at all in, in the local area. In the semi-state rankings, he's not even mentioned, and the kid is 15-1 and one on the year. Now, Trevor Curry is ranked number two in our semi-state. He's undefeated, 14-0 and 0 on the year, coming off of a fantastic football career. But uh, Trevor will have to be favored in that one, I would think, just like Keegan Martin will be favored at 215. He's undefeated, 22-0. and 0. Wrestling Keegan Bloomy wrestled Bloom twice last year, pinned him the first time and decisioned him at sectional. Heavyweight, Zach Worm, undefeated senior, 6-0. Definitely favored over Grady Baker, Belmont sophomore, who's 12-8. At 106, Miles Carr. And this is where Adam Central needs to make up ground here at 6-13. Miles Carr wrestling Ben Mills, and then Cale Beer wrestling Ethan Curtis. Belmont wins one of those two matches. I think they clinch it before we get to the final two. Henry Ferrote should have a big advantage over 
Jackson Bingham at 120. And then Will Frazzi at 126. The junior wrestling Dylan Ogg, the freshman, good freshman, 11-3. And, and Frazzi's had his ups and downs, but he's been wrestling better. And that last match was won by fall by uh, Mr. Uh, just lost the name, Landon Rich. Uh, as they both had each other on the back multiple times, but Rich finishes with a nice cradle. And I will get that uh, information. And uh, Ryan Fallbush just picks up a pin over his opponent. And that will uh, end our junior varsity matches as the Braves and the Jets go out to uh, start to warm up. I'm going to take a... Uh, now, let's stay right here. I don't know what Tim's uh, festivities are going to be, so we're going to hang on and see what... Uh, goes down here well we're going to celebrate and honor belmont state champions from the past and the very first state champion was phil lenrick and gary geiser was his head coach gary just passed away this this last year i uh, wish gary could be here to see this i don't know if his widow is here or not but phil was an incredible human being and an athlete and uh, was belmont's very first state champion and then Bill Schultz followed that up several years later in 1977 as an undefeated heavyweight. Chris Malin was an undefeated 185-pounder in 79. B.J. Farode in 81. And then T.J. Hayes and Jason Baker in 96 were both winners. John Sheets in 2000. But I'm skipping 1988 where probably the best call I've ever had the opportunity and the pleasure to do was Belmont's back-to-back -back wins to win the state team title over Indianapolis Cathedral with Paul Gunsett and Paul Baker winning the state title. And, and the year before, uh, Gunsett and Kreider accepted fourth-place medals, both of them with their arms in slings, but Belmont still runs away. They'd scored enough points uh, prior to that that they take the team championship. Well, they had seven, I think, placed that yeah. year, so it, it, it was easy-peasy, but that second year with Cathedral it came down to Belmont needed to win both of those and Paul Baker was wrestling an opponent and you probably know who it was it was uh, McGinley from Cathedral now I'm talking oh, about I'm talking Tony about Abbott Tony Abbott yeah and uh, Baker was getting beat and he hits a, a left side uh, Granby roll and catches him and scores a four-point move and wins it came from nowhere to win that thing over Abbott and wins the title and then Paul, Paul Gunson was so excited. Denny Hayes had to slow him down. He had, had to take it easy now. Just calm down. He was so happy for his teammate, Baker. But calm down now. It's, it's, you, know, you, you still need to win your match. And Gunson went out there and got a couple of quick takedowns. And McKinley couldn't stop his opposite side high crotch. And after Gunson took him down two or three times, it was like, I got this. I'm going to just throw out the anchor and just you know ride it out, give him an escape point, and just... You know, and he did. Had him, had him all the way. Tony Abbott went on one uh, state championship for Muncie Southside, and, and one night we had Paul Baker call in, and Tony Abbott was on the, on the air, and Paul Baker said, you know, I, I beat Tony Abbott in state finals. He said, it took me 19 minutes of wrestling to get a lead on uh, Tony Abbott, and it was the last 30 seconds of a match. He said, that's all I needed to be a state champion. Yeah, Abbott beat him the first couple times they had wrestled. John Sheets was a winner in the year 2000, and... Um, and Matt Irwin had been down in state three times in a row, finally won it in 06. Billy Baker, and you called that one, Rex, as yeah. I was in Arizona in 09. I actually found a CD the other day in a some pile of something I pulled out, and it's the recorded version of that match uh, with Billy Baker winning. 
And uh, Tim Myers, of course, in 93 and 94, had an opportunity to be a three-timer, won it as a sophomore, won it as a junior, and then upset as a senior. Wrestling's a tough sport. It's not, you know, what have you done for me lately? It doesn't matter if you beat the kid last week or last month or last, you know, last week. you, you got to beat him again. It's tough. You know, one year I was up talking to the guys in the room, and, you know, BJ took the time to write all the names of the guys and the placements on there. I said, take a look at this. This year, this is not this guy's senior year. You know, he's on the wall this year. His senior year, he's not back again. Nothing's guaranteed. Make no. the opp- best opportunities you can of it because nothing's guaranteed. I mean, you could blow a knee the first match of the season. You could tear a shoulder out, and it, it could change the whole career. Well, that no guarantees reminds me vividly of a semi-state battle at the Coliseum, and the Goshen heavyweight is wrestling, and his mother is sitting right in front of us. And the kid is winning, and the kid's doing a nice job, and he's ahead in the match. And she's up there screaming, come on, Tony, let's go. There's no guarantees, Tony. And the words were not out of her mouth when Tony got reversed to his back and pinned, done. Season over, doesn't go to the state. And she walked out of that gym dazed and confused. And and I never forgot, no guarantees. No guarantees, Tony. Now, every time somebody happens, that's, that's, his name's Tony in your mind, right, AJ? <laughs> Let's uh, take this opportunity to send it back for a couple commercials, come back uh, for the uh, state finals, state championship festivities right after this on WZBD. Hey, do you know when and where we can recycle in Adams County? Well, I know you can recycle from 8 to 4 weekdays and Saturday 8 to noon at the transfer station next to Golden Meadows. Okay, where else? In Decatur, behind D&D Marathon on the east side of town on Thursdays, Mondays at Simon Manufacturing 27 South in Burn, and in Monroe on the third Tuesday at the fairgrounds. Plus, you can always get the latest info at AdamsCountySWMD.com. Thanks. When faced with the difficult task of making arrangements for your loved one, many emotions and questions arise. What would they want me to do if they were here? Where is the money coming from? How much should I spend? Do they want burial or cremation? The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home can help you navigate these tough questions. Make your wishes known and allow us to make sure that your wishes are carried out. Call Ryan Hershey or Eric Zelt at 260-724-7167 to schedule an appointment today. For the past 90 years, Smith Brothers has built a solid reputation by providing quality furniture that lasts for generations. They continue to employ the best construction techniques and components available in the industry and offer frame and fabric styles to satisfy every taste from transitional to traditional and all stops between. Sitting is believing. Test one of their recliners to see how quality engineering makes them stand out from other leading manufacturers. Smith Brothers of Bern. Feel the difference quality makes. Welcome back to Belmont High School, just in time as they make the state champions announcement. Mr. Razzo doing the announcements, and I'm just going to turn the mic over to him and let him talk. First, we have Belmont's 10th state champion from 1996, T.J. Hayes. T.J. was a four-time conference champion, a three-time sectional champion, two-time regional and semi-state champion. The state placed fifth twice in 95 and 97. Fourth place in 94, and on his way to a state championship in 96, defeated Andrew Poe 15 to 6. Give a round of applause for TJ Hayes. Our second wrestler unable to be here tonight 
is a state champion from 1996, Jason Baker. Jason was a three-time conference champion, a three-time sectional champion, and a three-time regional champion, semi-state champion in 1996. He placed fifth in 1994 and 95. On his way to his state championship, he defeated Scott Schaefer from Evansville, modern day, seven to six. Please give it to Jason Baker. And now, let's meet the 11 state champions represented here tonight. First up, we have our last state champion from 2009, Billy Baker. Billy was a three-time conference champion, a three-time sectional and regional champion. Also a state championship, semi-state championship in 2009. A state qualifier in 2007. On his way to a state championship, he defeated Christian Lentz from Mishawaka 4-1. Please give it up for your 2009 state champion, Billy Baker. Next up, we have our state champion from 2006, Matt Irwin. Matt was a four-time conference champion, a four-time sectional champion, three-time regional champion, and a two-time semi-state champion. Placed third at state in 2005 and was a state runner-up in 2004. On his way to the championship, he defeated Brennan Cosgrove from Hobart, 12-5. Please give it up for your state champion from 2006, Matt Irwin! Next up, from 2000, our state champion, John Sheets. John Sheets was a four-time conference champion, a four-time sectional champion, three-time regional champion, and a two-time semi-state champion. He placed third in state three year, for three years, 2001, 2002, and 2003. He also received the Mental Attitude Award in 2003. On his way to a state championship, he defeated Geraldo Torres from Goshen 4-1. Please give it up for your 2000 state champion, John Sheets. <laughs> up next, we have your current head coach, and a state champion from 1993 and 1994, Tim Myers. Coach Myers was a four-time conference champion, a four-time sectional champion, and a four-time regional champion. Also a two-time semi-state champion. His freshman year, he placed sixth at state, was a state runner-up in 1995. And on his way to his two state championships, in 93 defeated Michael Galbraith from Madison 3-2, and in 1994 defeated Byron Chandler from Portage 6-2. Tim was also inducted to the Hall of Fame in 2012. Please give me a round of applause for your state 
Chris was also inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1999. On his way to his championship, he defeated Terry Burton from Fort Wayne Snyder 5 to 1. Please give it up for your 1979 state champion, Chris Malin! Up next is your 1977 state champion, Bill Schultz. Bill was a three-time conference champion, a two-time sectional champion, a regional champion in 1977, and a semi-state champion in 1977. On his way to his championship, he defeated Dennis, Dennis Flynn from Munster with a pin of 4 minutes and 14 seconds. Please give it up for your state champion of 1977, Bill Schultz! Our last but our very first champion honored tonight in Belmont is Mr. Phil Lenrip. Represented tonight by his sister, Angie Kanab, and niece, Kendra LaTurner, and nephew, Clint Kanab. <laughs> Phil was a conference champion, a sectional champion, and a regional champion in 1969. He defeated Tom Crawford from Speedway with a pin of 3 minutes and 55 seconds. He was also inducted to the Hall of Fame in 1988. Please give it up for your very first champion from Belmont from 1969, Mr. Phil Lindrick. Please stand and give these champions one more last applause. Turn our mics back up and AJ. I hope that everyone <laughs> could hear the uh, accolades given to these guys and uh, and I hope they couldn't hear me crying <laughs> it was uh, it was very emotional especially when the family of Paul Gunsett came out um, a lot of memories great memories uh, a lot of hard work sacrifice um, you know people don't understand what it takes not only to be a champion just to stay in the room for a season it's hard you it's know, not easy. And all the guys that were there that pushed you the whole way that never made it to the finals. Never made it out of sectional. Or never made it on the varsity. Yeah. But uh, I tell you what, it was great. They they made out a state of Indiana-shaped uh, placard for the guys with a picture of them on it. And uh, handed them out to everybody. And uh, i tell you what, this crowd, no matter whether you're wearing uh, red and white tonight or whether you're wearing blue and white, uh, everybody gave standing ovations. Uh, and now Tim Myers has another little... Uh, Momento, and somebody's going to have a hat kind of like yours, AJ. So I think so. Let's see if uh, we can pick up on this uh, presentation as well. They come as they, uh, they've gathered up their plaques, and Tim's going to take the mic now. All right. Don't go anywhere. 
First of all, return of the crowd. That's not too bad. Give yourself a hand. Tim bought himself two hats, I think, AJ. Two times state champion. They're going to take a picture here. And uh, this is a great event here, AJ. And uh, everybody's uh, proud to be part of it. And let's send it back to the studio for a round of commercials. Back with our face-off right after this here on WZBD. Tis the season to give and share at Best One in Monroe. Hi, it's Matt Brown, manager of Best One in Monroe, with our December offer. Bring in a canned food donation for the Monroe United Methodist Food Pantry Drive to Best One and get up to $80 off your purchase of four new select Mastercraft, Corsa Trail, and Quest line of tires. This offer ends December 31st and is available only at Best One in Monroe. Restrictions apply. See store or bestoneinmonroe.com for complete details. And have a safe and blessed holiday season from all of us at Best One in Monroe. No matter your age, health and life insurance can be confusing and overwhelming. This is Derek Bailey with Bixler Insurance. 
Whether you are currently on Medicare or will soon be qualifying for Medicare, we have the products and expertise to meet your needs. Under age 65 and looking for health coverage? Interested in protecting your family from an unexpected loss with a life insurance policy? We can discuss options to assure your peace of mind. Call Bixler Insurance today to schedule your free appointment. Every child has the right to the financial support from both parents, regardless of whether the parents are married, live together, or live separately. Please call the Adams County Prosecutor's Office if you need help with establishing paternity, obtaining a child support order, or enforcing of a child support order. In some cases, failure to pay child support can result in criminal charges. The Adams County Prosecutor's Office will diligently and aggressively pursue the collection of support from those who try to avoid this responsibility. There is no cost to get the help of the Prosecutor's Office. If you need help, give the office a call today at 724-5362 or visit adamscountyprosecutor.com. Nine miles from Monmouth and nine miles from Fort Wayne. Situated on 27, just south of 469, sits Nine Mile Restaurant. Your home for great meals since 1837. Providing home-cooked meals to travelers between Decatur and Fort Wayne for over 180 years, Nine Mile has stood the test of time as an institution on the southern edge of Allen County. With seating on the family side, the bar side, and outdoors, there's always a reason to stop and have a meal. Nine Mile also has a full-service bar and a professional service that can cater your next event or party. The next time you're on your way to or from Fort Wayne, stop in. You've gone the distance. Welcome to Nine Mile. When it comes to your home, there are things the handyman in you wants to do. And then there's things that should be left to the experts. When it comes to seamless gutters, there's only one choice in our area, and that's SureFlow Seamless Gutters Indicator. Tired of gutters that leak at every seam and every downspout? Call the guys at SureFlow. Putting on a new metal roof and want your gutters to do the job they're meant to do? Call SureFlow. Find them online at SeamlessGutters.net or give them a call. SureFlow Gutters, 260-888-5062. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Welcome back to Belmont High School, and AJ, uh, as you and I talked off air, we could have shook hands and went home, and it was uh, would have been a great night already. But there's a lot of great wrestling here to come as Belmont comes on the mat, and the Adam Central Flying Jets also come on the mat. And AJ, I remember back in the day in 1979, uh, we'd been defeated by uh, Muncie uh, South, I believe, and uh, we wrestled Adam Central after that. We were playing back in the saddle again when we came in. We come in and uh, took care of business that night. But uh, that's how teams have to do. Sometimes you have to rebound. You have uh, you have losses, but you come back. And uh, I think we're looking for look forward to a great match here tonight. Well, Rex, nobody wants to lose this match. This is bragging rights for the entire year in the county. And these guys know each other very well from not just wrestling, but from living beside each other being involved in athletics with each other, dating the same girls as <laughs> yeah. each other. So, I mean, you know, you don't want to lose this match. You want bragging rights. A lot of these uh, guys uh, spend time together wrestling during the summer on a Madman Wrestling Club with uh, Tim Myers. And uh, Tim talked to us before the show and talked about uh, giving these guys some of the business when they're weighing in, talking about, uh, you're looking a little chubby here, aren't you? And, uh, but uh, great rivalry here, but it's a it's a fun rivalry. And, once again, once you get past the semi-state, it's all one big family, and uh, you cheer for everybody when you get down to the state finals. Yeah, you hope to, but uh, we're going to see these guys in the sectional, the regional, the semi-state, 
and uh, Curry and Mendez will could see each other several times this year, along with Keegan Bloom and Keegan Martin. Those two kids will see each other several times as well. Can the lightweights and middleweights of Adams Central score enough wins and score enough points to overcome Belmont's studs at 50, 57, 65, and uh, 215? I don't know. We'll see. Now, AJ, uh, this kind of makes chills go up and down your spine, but uh, this is what every dual meet should be like. Every kid should be able to experience a dual meet where this many people come to watch two kids wrestle in front of this big of a crowd. I think we probably have it in the neighborhood of 2,000 people here tonight. We really have a nice crowd. Yeah. Tim Myers is to be congratulated for what he's done tonight, for bringing the recognition back to our former champions, and to try to fill the house, make this something special, and it was something special, and I, I was thanking the Adam Central people for being here, for being part of this, for understanding how important this is not just to Belmont, but for high school wrestling. You know, Adam Central has had their state champion, and they've got a lot of state runner-ups. Uh, Tony Curry, a two-time state runner-up, coaching here. And uh, uh, we were talking with Tony one night, and we were trying to figure out what kids placed for Belmont the year they won it, and we couldn't think, couldn't think. And Tony's like, T.J. Hayes, he said, I wrestled him three times that year. He took fourth. Tony takes second. And he said, I couldn't think of T.J. Hayes. And he said, he was in there. Hi, Moomy. Keith Moomaw makes his way in. I saw him earlier, yeah. Big, big crowd, big crowd here tonight. Uh, officials from all over in here, and uh, uh, the student section from Belmont here, and they're in their ugly Christmas sweaters. And uh, Adam Central with a nice crowd here as well, because both these teams travel very well. We're going to start at 1:32 with Brayson Short, Sorgen, Sorgen, and you know all the Sorgens I had at, at Lures, I should be able to <laughs> handle that very easily. But uh, Sorgen is a 13-1 ninth grader. Now, has he been part of the Mad Men Wrestling Club? I believe so. Uh, you know, now if we were in Indianapolis or in Elkhart or South Bend, you know, you're in a wrestling club and you've got a coach that's really good, that's really making you better. When you go to high school, you follow to his high school where he's coaching, but not in Adams County. In Adams County, if you're an AC young lad, <laughs> And you may be in Tim Myers Wrestling Club, but when it comes to high school, you're going to go wrestle for the Jets. You know, these um, Central Jets, they, they bleed red just like their uniforms. And these Belmont guys, they bleed uh, navy and crimson. And uh, they, you know, they'll, they'll be that way just like these 13 state champions we had out here. You could see the pride in their eyes when uh, they were out there being recognized. So, again, we're starting at 32. We've got about seven and a half minutes on the clock before we get to actual live wrestling action. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a lot of fun talking about wrestling and <laughs> talking about the, the, the glory days in the past. But now, is Belmont good enough to have state champions this year or have kids under the lights this year? You know, A.J., with the powerhouse teams that some of these uh, mega teams are putting together, it's really hard to compete. With those guys, I mean, we don't have guys from seven different states wrestling on our teams. I mean, the the Crown Points and the uh, Center Groves get kids from all over the country come to wrestle, and uh, we're homegrown Adams County guys. All these guys are. Yeah, they are. Uh, it, we'll know more after Mishawaka yeah. because Mishawaka has top two, three, four kids in the state in the in the big classes in the in the, in the overall rankings, and if uh, if Duke Myers and uh, Keegan Martin 
can, can compete at that level and get in the finals, well, then I guess they're going to be good enough to make it under the lights at, at state finals. With six minutes left, let's take a round of the commercials to get, make sure our sponsors get all their due as they bring us wrestling on a radio all week long, all season long. Back with more wrestling pre-match right after this on WZBD. Get in, get out, get better, get healthy in every way. For all your non-emergency medical needs, minor injuries and illnesses, StatCare Plus is offered at Adams Memorial Hospital, staffed with people you know and trust. Hours are Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., with no appointment necessary. Patients should use the emergency department entrance for this safe, convenient, and affordable care. The holidays are here. Tis the season to deck your walls with a new TV. Hi, this is Tina with Innovative Concepts Audio Video. All LG OLEDs are on sale now. 43-inch TVs starting as low as $349. A new Samsung 98-inch smart TV just hit the showroom floor. This massive TV retails for $7,999, but is on sale for $4,999. Save $3,000. This holiday season, dash into Innovative Concepts for all your technology needs. Located at 1421 Manchester Street in Decatur, we bring technology to you. The chill has arrived with a cool cash instant rebate of up to $1,550 on your complete carrier system or special financing up to 72 months from Masters Heating and Cooling. Turn to the experts with a 10-year parts and 3-year labor warranty standard on every job and their apples to apples price match guarantee. The chill is no problem with a cool cash rebate from Masters online at mastersheatcool.com. We select our insurance companies the same way you do, very carefully. When you work with us, you can count on receiving fast, courteous, and professional service and quality protection through Auto Owners Insurance. For a no-problem approach for your life, home, car, and business insurance needs, ask us about the no-problem company, Auto Owners Insurance. See Toby, Mark, Kyle, or Barb at Graber Insurance with offices on Highway 27 North and Burn and 623 West Monroe Street in Decatur. You may not know it, but Hitzer Patio and Fireplace is the perfect gift center for most everyone on your gift list. Big green egg grills, gift certificates, tabletop pellet grills, Pelican premium coolers, cast iron kettles and Dutch oven. Unique gift ideas for special people on your gift list. Hitzer, 269 East Main Street in Bern. Merry Christmas from Hitzer. Dave Nathan from the Z-Team here for the All-American Gas Stations in Monroe, Hoagland, Monroeville, Ossian, and throughout Z-Land, and it's happening again. The All-American stores not only give to countless charities, but they're also supporters of local high school athletics here on ZBD. The next time you need gas or a quick snack, stop in for a cold fountain pop, an energy drink, or a hot meal. From Monster Energy drinks to Snickers bars, from smoothies to a hot meal on the go, it's all at your local All-American stores. Check out the All-American stores' official Facebook page for more details and sales. The All-American stores, hometown owners, hometown staff, your home hometown team. AJ, all these festivities tonight going on were really great. The crowd enjoyed it. The uh, former wrestlers enjoyed it, but wrestlers are antsy. They're itching. They're ready to go. They were ready to go an hour ago, but uh, you can't bypass all the stuff that just went on. These kids will adapt, and they're going to come out, and they're going to put on a show for everybody here tonight in a big packed crowd. Well, Adam Central has been wrestling this last week. They wrestled last night, as a matter of fact. Belmont's been off for 10 days, and I wondered if they would be a little stale, perhaps, after not having live competition. But according to the guys I talked to before the match, they said 
Coach, we're ready. We're, we're ready to wrestle. So it, it, it ought to be a good one. Um, there'll be no lack of effort on either side. Uh, if, if someone can get caught, you know, get caught in a move, put to his back and pin, make, make the difference in the entire meet. You know, AJ, maybe maybe that little reset something the Braves needed because they wrestled a lot of matches up toward the beginning of, of the uh, season. Uh, Adam Central had not been wrestling because of uh, football state championship, but uh, these Braves maybe need a little bit of rest to heal some bumps and some bruises, and uh, a little bit of a break's not bad for these guys just to kind of settle down and uh, kind of heal some wounds. And they'll have a, a little break before Mishawaka as well. Tony Curry and his guys have got a bunch of matches coming up. They're going to be wrestling the heck out of it, dual meet-wise, right up until Team State. They're playing catch-up. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you don't start uh, your wrestling season until well after Thanksgiving. Now, Tony Curry's used to that. You know, Adam Central's had football success, so he plans his schedule around that, and he just doesn't plan to have anything, you know, before December, you know, midway through December, and uh, that's just what they've come, become accustomed to. If you got your schedules handy out there, folks, uh, Belmont's next home match will be January the 11th. It's senior night, and Belmont will be wrestling Yorktown. That's January the 11th, Belmont versus Yorktown here at the TP. And I believe there's a match that night that Dane is going to be covering on the YouTube channel. I think Adam Central has a big match that night that he's going to cover on the YouTube channel. So uh, you have Central fans out there, if you want to tune in and listen to your team wrestle, it'll be on our YouTube channel. Belmont will attempt to win their third IHSWCA Team State title on January 6th. The tournament will be held at Jay County High School. Other participating teams include Jay County, Delta, New Prairie, Heritage Hills, Walwasee, Western Hamilton Heights, Monrovia, McConaughey, Oak Hill, and Rensselaer Central. And tune in on January 1st for the uh, pairing show that will happen live from the uh, Brewer Bunker Basement. Uh, along with uh, Joe Caprino and Indiana Matt, we're going to have slides that come up and fill the brackets, and it will be a great reveal show and a big show we look forward to. But the Double Eagle, that is our normal host, is not open that day. They're having their Christmas party, so we have to move elsewhere. We adapted out in the lobby here tonight, saw some great people come in, and uh, it's great to see those people back in. We usually don't get to see the crowd roll in like that, AJ, but it was exciting tonight. Now, Class A Team State, uh, Dane is going to be where? Rochester. Rochester for that one. All right, Rex, it's going to be time right now for the National Anthem. Let's send it back to studio for a round of commercials. Back with more wrestling right after this on WZBD. Adams County, this is Kim Baker, Kelly Automotive of Decatur, Indiana, coming to you with a spotlight on a couple positions that we do have here available at our campus. First is a sales position. It is a $45,000 a year sales, non-commission based sales position. We offer competitive benefits, paid time off, no experience necessary, and a sign-on bonus. Please see me and or go to drivekelly.com under the careers tab. Look for Decatur Automotive. Thank you. Timmy Takedown Tree Service on US 224, three miles east of Decatur, has firewood for sale. $30 a scoop, $75 for a six-foot bed, $85 for an eight-foot bed. Timmy Takedown Tree Service can give you a free estimate on removing storm-damaged trees, grinding stumps, or trimming trees. Call 728-9120 and talk with Jake to set up an appointment. Timmy Takedown Tree Service has been in the area's best and most trusted tree service for 50 years. Stop out or call today. 
Expert transmission on US 224 in Decatur and on US 124 in Bluffton is the place to go for not only transmission help, but also full-service general auto and truck repair. Matt, Corey, and Tyler at Expert Transmission are experienced in ASC-certified mechanics who can diagnose and fix your family or work vehicle. Call Steve or Dustin soon to set up an appointment. Expert Transmission has the best warranty in the business. Five years and 100,000 miles on a new transmission and can give you a free estimate. Call today at 724-2434 or like Expert Transmission on Facebook. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. Welcome back to Belmont High School after a beautiful rendition of the National Anthem by Jamie Macklin as uh, she brought the house down with a big performance. AJ, those junior varsity matches, I do have the results of those as there were four junior varsity matches as Joel Franklin was defeated at, at 138 by Larry by uh, Lucas Rumpel. At 157, it was Keegan, uh, 150 Keegan Clifton was a uh, lost by fall to Nick Smith. At 157, Landon Rich was a winner over um, Ethan Smith by fall. And Ryan Falbush at 190 was a winner over Damon Vergara by fall in 32 seconds. So those are our junior varsity matches tonight. Uh, well, we're having the face-off right now, Brew. And it's uh, Brace and Thorgen will start it off for Adam Central. He's only a ninth grader, but he's 13-1 on the year. He's ranked fourth in our semi-state. So it'll be up to Brayson to get it started right for Adam Central here against Belmont senior Kevin Loshi. Loshi is 16 and six on the year. Very important match for Adam Central. I think it's one they have to win. At 138, it'll be Maverick Dubal, who's ranked eighth in our semi-state. He's a 12 and two sophomore wrestling Belmont junior Chandler Thomas who is a 10 and 12 junior. Another match I think Adam Central has to win if they're gonna win this duel tonight. At 144, Xander Schwartz, nine and four freshman wrestling Belmont sophomore Sam Wolpert. Wolpert is 20 and one, a big favorite here. At 150, Blake Lubenbill favored over Max Byerly, a sophomore from Adam Central. Byerly is nine and four, Lubenbill a senior is 20 and two. At 157, it'll be Jared Smith, a junior nine and four of Adam Central Wrestling Belmont Junior. Gavin Davis, who's undefeated on the year, 11 and 0. His season didn't start right away because of a shoulder injury, but he's been able to wrestle the last month or so. At 165, it's Matt Heiser, a junior nine and four wrestling Belmont Senior. Duke Myers, Duke is 22 and 0. Will be going to Michigan State next year on a wrestling scholarship. At 175, Max Carr of Adams Central, an eight and three junior wrestling Belmont sophomore, Xavier Pelosios. Pelosios is 17 and five on the year. And this is a match that could go either way. Adams Central figures they better win this one. 
at 190. Trevor Curry, senior, 14-0, ranked second in our semi-state. Wrestling Belmont senior, Cole Mendez. Mendez is 15-1 on the year and very capable of winning this match if he can, I think, wear Curry out a little bit. A statistic there, AJ. Uh, Cole Mendez lost his first match of the season, kind of got injured a little bit during that match, and won 15 in a row now. At 215, Keegan Bloom making his first start of the year. The senior ranked fifth in our semi-state. Wrestling undefeated senior Keegan Martin of Belmont, who's 22-0. At heavyweight, Zach Worm, undefeated senior, ranked first in the Fort Wayne semi-state at heavyweight. Wrestling Belmont sophomore Grady Baker, who's 12-8. At 106, Kyle's car is back for a second year at 106. He's a sophomore, 9-4. Wrestling Belmont freshman Ben Mills is 15 and 7. At 113, Kale Beer, a freshman at 9 and 5. Wrestling Belmont's junior Ethan Curtis. And this is a big match for both teams right here. It's a match AC desperately needs to win, I believe. Because Jackson Bingham, a sophomore, will be wrestling Belmont freshman Henry Ferrote. Ferrote is ranked fifth in our semi-state. 20 and 2 on the year, and we'll end it up with Dylan Ogg, a ninth grader, 11 and 3, wrestling Belmont Jr., Will Franzi, 15 and 7. A lot of, lot, lot of great matches uh, lined up there, AJ. And uh, Manny Razzo has the crowd fire up, making these announcements here. And I uh, wanted to mention that uh, Duke Myers uh, committed to Michigan State, his coach is in the house today. Roger Chandler, who wrestled with Tim for IU back in the day. Have we uh, have we announced them all, guys? <laughs> have we lost our speaker? No, he. Uh, yep, he blew out the mic. <laughs> blew out the mic. Well, if the mic doesn't work, the little ACDC always fits right in. I think we're back. Moving to 106. Sponsored <laughs> by Teeter Sound Solutions. From Adam Sexual, Miles Sarr. And from Belmont, ranked number seven in our semi-state of freshman, Ben Mills. AJ, I'd like to mention uh, Johnson's Auto Sales at the corner of 13th Street and Adams Indicator, where you always drive a quality at a better price. Proud to be a long-time wrestling booster. Central, 12 and 2 on the season under head coach Tony Curry. Tim Myers of Belmont, 22 and 0 on the year. Belmont's best start in many a year, Rex. Curry's looking for the upset. We talked to Tim out there before the match, and you know they went down and did not perform very well at the team state because they just had a terrible loss prior to that. And I think his kids are refocused this year. And uh, they come in ranked number one, and uh, I think uh, they're going to come in there, should come in, knock wood, undefeated for the team state as dual meet team. <laughs> We're going to find out real quickly. Tony Curry's got a thought about that right now. 
He knows he's, a, he's an underdog in this match, but he knows he's also got a fighter's chance to win it. Some of his young kids come out there and get pins and, and upset some of these Belmont upperclassmen. They could certainly get it done. And from Belmont, a junior, Will Bronzy. And they finally got all the kids introduced here. AJ, we, we, start, we started this wrestling match about three hours ago. <laughs> Seems like it, doesn't it? Roger Griffith, our official tonight. Tyrone Wilson will be his assistant on the mat. Brayson Sorgen of Adams Central, 13-1, as the captains now come out for a towing cost. So it's uh, Belmont with five captains out there. They had a tie, and normally Tim said he has four captains, but now he's got five this year. So Sorgen will start it off against Loshi. I watch Loshi in the uh, New Haven duels hit a lat throw, and I had no idea what he had done. It's a Russian move that Tim picked up from the Russians and taught him, and uh, it's a counter for a front headlock. Guy had a front headlock on him. He reached around and grabbed the lat and threw him right to his back. There's a guy that wrestled for Goshen, was a year ahead of me, went up and he wrestled at uh, Southwestern Mission College where I did, and his name was Paul Bryant. And he was a 105-pounder, but he was real big up top. He'd do that. He'd grab that arm. He'd reach her up and grab a hold of the side and pull a guy and pull him right to his back. I watched him do it numerous times. He was a Goshen wrestler. Just, and he was really strong for a five-pounder. And he would throw kids to their back and think, what happened? <laughs> yeah. I asked him about that. He said, well, the easy part is the throw. But you got to, you got to, when he hits the match, you got to scramble on top of yeah. him. you got to be ready to, to, to it's, finish it. It's kind of like a monkey roll fireman's carry you just throw your leverage over and you just pull the guy over and it's just an awkward position that the guy's not expecting i wasn't expecting it i didn't know what he did i've seen a few wrestling matches over the day belmont has their choice in the even matches aj which is going to be interesting here i don't think there's going to be any bumping rex i think they're going to go straight up and you're going to see 14 belmont kids against the 14 adam central kids that uh that they've started with. So here we go, Loshi of Belmont, Sorgen of Adams Central at 132 pounds. Ninth grader versus a senior. Rex, how much will that make a difference? I, I think these guys are pretty even. The grade doesn't matter. I think the skill level wrestling is pretty even. Well, Sorgen's got a 13 and one record and Roger checks the time. Everybody ready? They shake hands, and they'll shake hands again, and we're underway. Here we go. They come out and make contact as Loshi of Belmont looking for some hand control and underhook by Loshi. Sorgen of Adams Central working for his own wrist control. They circle left. Both wrestlers working for wrist control. Sorgen looks to front head. Loshi with his head well down. Needs to improve his position a little bit. They square back up. Neither wrestlers made a leg attack. Loshi with an underhook. Sorgen hanging onto a wrist. Sorgen makes a feint, doesn't make attack. You can attack legs, or you can defend. You can try to throw. A lot of ways to get a takedown. Takedown's worth two points, and escape is worth one. Right now, Sorgen of Adams Central still working wrist control. A minute 10 to go in the first period here. We just started our first match of the evening. Shot by the Belmont wrestler, Loshi. He's in on a single leg. He's got the leg picked up. Sorgen with a wizard. Now Sorgen does a nice job of sprawling Loshi out. Now double leg attack by Loshi. 
Sorgen still on the sprawl. Loshi changes back to a single on the other side. Sorgen still with a good sprawl. The official's going to call a stalemate. That's where neither wrestler can improve their position. And they get back up to neutral. Start on our feet here. 45 seconds left in this first period. No score. Loshi of Belmont, Sorgen of Adams Central. First match of the bout. They continue to hand fight. Sorgen really hasn't made an attack yet. Loshi has. Penetrated pretty well, but didn't get it finished. They continue to pummel. Underhook by Loshi on the right arm of Sorgen. 20 seconds left. Let's see if Sorgen is going to make any kind of attack here. There's a shot by Sorgen. He's in pretty tough on a leg. Loshi drops to the mat, reaches through the crotch, and he's going to try to counter out of this thing. Sorgen not in as good a shape as he was. Three seconds to go in the period. I don't think either wrestler is going to be able to score, and they don't. That's a real factor, AJ, a big crowd. Who's going to pull the trigger on this? Who's, who's going to let the nerves not get to him and wrestle their match? Redhead choice. That would be Adam Central, and he chooses the down position. So Brayson Sorgen of AC with no score in that first two minutes will go down. An escape is worth one. Reversal is worth two. Whistle sounds. Quick stand-up by Brayson of AC. Fights hand control. <coughs> Loshi better take him back to the mat, or at least attempt to. He's going to get called for stalling, and there's the warning for stalling, and they go out of bounds. So if, if you don't take him back to the mat, even if you're trying to take him down to the mat, you, you get warned for stalling, Ricks. Had to make an attempt, and that wasn't enough for Roger. They set back up. Sorgen of Adams Central trying to sit out. Loshi counters, stays right with him. Loshi's got a wrist under control here. I think Loshi could hit a tilt off of this. Loshi's got a, an arm control with a two-on-one. Now Sorgen clears his arm. Sorgen to a big man stand-up. He stands up. Loshi's got to let him go. He's going to have to let him go. He's going to get tagged for stalling. He does let him go. There's the escape. 1-0 the score. A minute 15 to go. Period number two. So very closely contested here. Neither one of these two guys is willing to cut her loose. Sorgen now picks up the pace. Good change of levels by Sorgen. He's in on a leg attack. He's between the legs, an Iranian we call this, trying to go between the legs, come around, and gain control. Sorgen is in pretty good shape to score on this thing as Belmont's Kevin Loshi gets a stalemate call. We've also seen that Loshi's a good scrambler. He's kind of a unique wrestler, kind of awkward. Now Loshi on a shot. Now Loshi's in on the scramble. Loshi's going for the other leg. Loshi's got both legs, and Loshi's got the takedown. Loshi's got the takedown and leads it two to one here with 37 seconds to go in the period. Loshi on top. I think he's got the spiral. He's got a leg ride in, doesn't he? He got one boot. Loshi's working a leg ride. Nick Coons is working the sideline, baby. Well, I don't <laughs> think Coons wants to. Wants him to, to run that leg ride, but Loshi's still in control with the legs in. 15 seconds to go. Sorgen of AC trying to get a reversal here at the end of the period. And Sorgen does get a reversal, and he's going to get back points as well. That's what Loshi didn't want to see happen. He didn't want to give up a reversal to his back. 2-2. Two two. However, a two-point reversal and a two-point near fall makes the score 5-2 in favor of Brayson Sorgen of AC. 
That's the you, problem. You with smelled legs. it coming, AJ. He said, oh, "Get you, off the legs. Get off the legs. You <laughs> give don't him wanna, one. You don't want to be on the bail legs. out. Jump off. Give him the legs. Give him one. Yep. Third period will start with Kevin Loshi of Belmont the down position. Loshi looked to hit a switch there, which is a reversal move, but doesn't convert it. He's still on his hands and knees. Sorgen of AC riding on top. Sorgen's going to try to hook up a cradle. He's got the cradle locked up. He's got Loshi on his back. He's got Loshi in big trouble here. Sorgen trying to finish it, and Sorgen does finish it. Elapsed time of four minutes and 32 seconds. Grayson Sorgen does his job for AC and scores a pin win in the third period to give AC a 6-0 lead. That's that uh, freshman quality. I mean, those guys are tough. Got another one coming up here in uh, Maverick Dubal, just a sophomore, but he is 12-2 on the season. And he's going to be wrestling against Chandler Tomlin here at 138 pounds. This this uh, match sponsored by the memory of Paul Gunsett. And here we go. Adam Central off to a good start the with best, the ball. Best start they could have had. It's Dubal versus Thomas, and we're underway here at 138. Collar tie by both wrestlers, a little head slapping. Thomas trying to work his way in. Wrist control. Thomas on a shot. Comes up in the underhook. Fireman's carry attempted by Dubal and and Thomas steps over the top of it. Dubois still in on a leg. Got his leg tangled up there. Thomas trying to gut wrench him out, but Dubois in good shape to finish here, and he does get the two takedown. Roger scores the two. Early lead here for Dubois with a minute 30 left to go. As Dubois running a nice tight waist. <clears throat> now he's running a spiral ride. Thomas trying to come up and out. Who's that big uh, big man stand up with the spiral ride on? Dubois got. One leg in, got a hold of the wrist. He's going to try and take Thomas to the map, take him to his back with that wing. Now he's going to try and pull that back. He could put it into a guillotine if he wanted to, but he's just going to use that arm and try and pry him over with that chicken wing. Now he turns that outside chicken wing in for a uh, wrist control on the other side. Still running the leg. He's going to have to come off that leg if he wants to run that wing. Dubal comes off the leg. Now he has a wing and a bar. Trying to run him over, and Thomas trying to step over the top and stop him from turning. Thomas in good position to uh, hold him off here. Now here comes Dubal trying to run him over with 40 seconds left to go. Chicken wing's up a little bit high. Roger's looking at it. Chicken wing in a far side half is what Dubal's trying to run. He's going to power him over, and he has Thomas over, almost turned him. 28 seconds left to go, and there he finally takes him over, and Dubal has him on his back. Thomas trying to squirm out. He's going to lose two for sure. Roger got a two count out of there, and Thomas comes off his back on the edge of the mat. Dubois drops down to a single leg. Two back points. Thomas gives up. That's going to make the score 4-0 with Dubois in the lead, still in the top position here with 14.9 seconds left to go, period number one. Dubois rides it from the left side. Thomas stands up quickly. Dubois trying to push him back down to the mat, has him back down to his fours. Thomas with his head on the mat with the last six seconds left to go as Dubal comes up, trying to three-quarter Nelson over, just about gets some near fall here. Thomas fights that off and doesn't give anything else up. He's going to trail 4-0. Choice goes to Belmont, and Coach Tim Meyer says, we're going to go neutral on our feet. No, he's going to defer. Defers. Dubal takes neutral, <clears throat> so we will be neutral on our feet here for period number two. 6-0, Adam Central on top after falling that first match. Thomas in a nice leg attack, hits a double, takes him down. Scramble here. Dubal's trying to scramble out. Thomas comes up on top, and he's going to get the two takedown. 
Nice scramble by both wrestlers as Dubois tried to hit a hip heist over. Going to hide a high leg over on Thomas. Thomas controls that, and Dubois drops balance onto a single leg. Dubois in good position here to get a reversal. Minute 35 left to go as he's going to go Iranian up between the legs. Change off. Trying to, Chandler's trying to hang over the top of him. Dubois in good position. Just needs to turn in, and he's going to get the reversal. Six to two is the score now. Dubois locks up that arm. He's going to run that chicken wing with that bar tied up underneath. Nice and tight. Going to try and run him over. Going to run a far side half and a chicken wing. Tough combination to stop, and he has Thomas on his shoulder. Minute eight to go. He got him up. Thomas is down, and he's stuck. There it is. Dubois, your winner. A lapse time of 2 minutes and 55 seconds. So the 32-pounder, 38-pounder from AC did their job with two pin wins over Belmont. Adam Central now up 12-0. Let's see if Belmont can answer back with some pins of their own. Here at 144, it'll be Alexander Schwartz wrestling Sam Wolper to Belmont. AC couldn't have started any better, Rick. Schwartz had a tough match last night. Was defeated, I believe. Nope, he won that match at 10 to three. And here we go. This is 144 and it's Belmont's Sammy Wolpert on the leg attack, doesn't penetrate, comes back up, working a two on one on the arm. Used to call this a Russian two on one, but then a nice lateral drop by Sam Wolpert. He goes around behind and should have a takedown. No, they don't oh. give it to him. They come back up neutral. Could have went either way. So Wolpert wrestling Schwartz. Adam Central leading 12-0 on the team board. Drag attempted by Wolpert of Belmont. Looks like his uh, his shoulder brace has come a little loose. Snap down, go behind by Wolpert. He's got the opening takedown. Wolpert now reaches across for a spiral ride and a back ankle. Now Wolpert has that arm inside, and they go out of bounds, no change. Wolpert definitely has the length advantage on Schwartz. Schwartz a stocky. Going to take an injury time here as they get this uh, taped up here. That's uh, Rogers' uh, official's timeout. There's a shoulder brace that Sam Wolpert is wearing on his right shoulder, and they're going to try to tape that on. And uh, Coonsie doing a fine job with the tape. Tape's cheap. He put a lot of it on there. And now Wolpert says, we're going to go back to our feet. We're going to wrestle neutral here. So that'll make the score 2-1. to one. A minute 12 to go, period one. Adam Central with two quick pin wins at 132 and 138. They lead Belmont 12-0. Wolpert works some inside control. Shot by the AC wrestler, doesn't penetrate. Wolpert stops him out front. Schwartz with his head down. Schwartz trying to fireman's carry. Wolpert goes to a hip. Now, Wolpert working to go, go behind, and I think he's got the takedown, does Sam. And yet, there's the two-point takedown. So Wolpert with a takedown and a 4-1 lead with 45 seconds to go in this first period. Wolpert now with a facelift with a leg in. He's going to have a near fall. He's going to get at least a two-point near fall on that, I believe. He's called that the Jacobs. Yeah, that is a Jacobs. You are correct. And he's going to give him the two back. Two seconds is all it takes if you're in a pinning combination and you have exposed your shoulders inside of 45 degrees. So it's 6-1 to one score now. Wolpert of Belmont leading. 
Schwartz tries to stand up. Wolpert stops him with an outside ankle pick. Now a side cradle attempted by Wolpert. I think he's got the hands locked. He's got Schwartz on his back. Wolpert trying to finish him here, but the inside shoulder's still up. Schwartz is trying to fight this off. He's got 13 seconds to fight. Wolpert trying to finish it. He's got plenty of time. It's, it's early in the match. Wolpert takes him back on over, but he's not gonna have enough time to finish it in this period. A three-point near fall makes it nine to one. For Adams Central, if they can just stay off their back, Rex, and just give up tech falls or major decisions, it's a win for them at this point in time. We're on our feet neutral to start period number two. 9-1 score in favor of Belmont, Sam Wolpert. Belmont trailing Adams Central 12-0, having been pinned at 132 and 138. And there are a couple of young youngsters. They're going to be back. They continue to pummel upper body. Wolpert tries to sprawl out of the shot by Schwartz. Schwartz does not get in on good penetration. Wolpert takes the hand off his leg. Schwartz in bad shape here. Wolpert's going to reach around, go behind, and score a takedown. So Wolpert's got an 11-1 lead. Wolpert's going to try to score a pin if he can with an 11-1 lead. He's, Belmont needs the team point. Wolpert puts in a good cross face. Schwartz reaching on to Wolpert's near leg. Wolpert working around behind. Now Wolpert's got the hands locked. He's got a good cradle in. He's got the inside shoulder down. That should be it right there. Schwartz trying to get that, keep that inside shoulder down. Now the official's got a good look at it. Schwartz did a nice job of getting off his back, Rex. Got the hands broke. He really did a nice job. So it's what, 14 to one. Looks like Sam's gonna cut him. Schwartz. Can I change his mind? Make up your mind, Sam, up or down. <laughs> Schwartz is trailing 14 to one. There's 53 seconds remaining in this second period. They're gonna have a caution on the top man on Wolpert. Man, AJ, the last couple of matches we've seen that the officials just caution on everything. Jimmy Bopp cautioned 12, 12 cautions in one match and then uh, Josh Howard had probably seven or eight last night. As the whistle sounds, Wolpert works across face cradle. 48 seconds left. He's gonna get that cradle locked up. He's gonna try to take him back and pin him with it. Schwartz trying to get out of there, but it looks like he's stuck. And there's a pin call. And a last time of three minutes and 24 seconds. Wolpert puts Belmont on the board with a three minute, 24 second pin win. Adam Central leads this match 12 to six. Got a little blood on the mat as Sam uh, got a little bloody nose. We're gonna have to take some time to clean that up. And from Belmont, our senior, that's going to bring up our 150 pounders. It's going to be Luganville, 20 and 2 versus Max Byerly, 9 and 4. AJ, this place is still jacked up, uh, still reeling from those two Adam Central pins to start things off. Belmont gets one to even things a little bit closer. Still 12 6 Adam Central on top as we get to 150. This is sponsored by Paul Baker Drywall and Rasmus Jazz Dance Studio. Tyrone Wilson's in our way here. There's a shot by Luganville, slide single, picks that up. Gonna try and treetop him down, trips his uh, leg behind him and takes him to the mat. Byerly is in good position here to come out the side and then Luganville goes out the back door and gets the takedown two for Luganville. Start things off with a minute 34 left to go. 
Luganville with a nice slide-by single. It's safe as you just kind of go up the side. If you get it, you get it. If not, you slide off. No harm done. Luganville climbs on to the left side. Byerly sits out, turns in. Just about took Luganville to his back, and Luganville says, nope, I'm going to bail on that. Two to one's the score. Luganville with another slide single, picks that up, going to change off to a single. As a, Byerly has a wizard hooked in tough, but Luganville's in good position here. Why did they stop that? Potentially dangerous on the knee, but it popped right back. Luganville's in tough on that slide single twice now. There's a low attempt by Byerly. Luganville counters with a sprawl. Minute 13 to go here in period at number one. Luganville's got a good front headlock series as well. See if he's going to use it. Byerly trying to fake a shot here. Luganville's keeping him out front, controlling that head. Minute to go. Luganville fakes that shot. Luganville tap and go. Byerly tries to shoot, gets underneath Luganville. There's that front headlock you're talking about. AJ, he just snapped him down. Luganville trying to get a side cradle, doesn't get the side cradle, gets the two takedown. Leads this thing four to one now. They stopped it as potentially dangerous as they were afraid that Luganville could take Byerly down and hurt him with his arm. When you have that chicken wing stand in rear position, they will stop it. 46 seconds left to go. Four to one's the score. 150. Luganville climbs on for the left side. Byerly stands up. Luganville drops down to that Turk situation. Takes Luganville, takes uh, Byerly down. Now it comes up and hits a cross face. Just going to bundle him up, try and run him around. Now it changes off to a cradle as Byerly goes the other direction. Luganville doesn't have his hands locked yet. 29 seconds left to go. Luganville takes a look at the clock. Now Luganville's trying to try and add a false side cradle and still lock that cradle up as he's got the cross face on the one side. Trying to push that other knee up there. Luganville's going to change off, get in better position. Just hits the Turk situation. Going to try and throw him over that cross face. 12 seconds left to go here. Luganville's got the cradle locked up. Does he have enough time to turn him for some points? Byerly's trying to hang on. Luganville takes him to his back. He's going to get a one count for sure. Two, three. Can he get a full five out of it? He's up high on a bridge. Time expires. Let's see what Roger comes up. Two or three. Give him three. Makes the score seven to one. Luganville, after two minutes, choice goes to Luganville. He takes neutral. We're going to be on our feet. I didn't think he had enough time to score points, and he gets a three out of it, AJ. I think Roger was generous there. He was double counting them. One, two, three. 50 seconds, a minute 50 seconds. Luganville, another slide by single. He's off around behind, has that leg hooked, picks that up. Barley's trying to whizzer out of it, but Luganville just powers through that whizzer, takes the pressure off of it. Luganville with another takedown here. Going to make the score 9 to 1. He's got a major working right now. Barley hangs onto that wrist. Luganville trying to turn that other wrist on. He's going to hit a far side half. Now it comes up behind him. Luganville's going to stand behind him, trying to trip him down. Changes off to a double. As Byerly tried to switch out of it, Luganville catches him on his hip. Now he's got his arm between his legs. He's got him split in a little lace ride. Reaches back and gets the arm. Got the wrist. That's what he wanted. Now he's going to tip him up. He's got the lace backwards, AJ. Yeah. <laughs> it's, his lace is actually backward. Now it comes it's up, half. halves him. He's got Byerly on his shoulder, and Byerly does a great job of getting back to his base. Gives up nothing with a minute left to go here. Luganville's got the cross face. He's got the cradle locked up. Can't get the hands locked. Byerly doing a good job of keeping his head stretched away from his knee. Luganville's got the long arms. He pushes, pushes that leg up. Now he's got it locked, and he takes Byerly on his hip. Can't get him back to his back. He's got 43 seconds left to go, and Luganville's trying to pull him back. Has him on his shoulder. Can't get the near fall yet, and there he goes. And he's got the knee in the side, and Byerly does a great job of breaking the hands. Going to get a couple out of it. Got a two count. Gets two. That's going to make score 11-1. to one. Barley. 
Texas look at the clock. He's got 24 seconds left to go, and Luganville is going to run a bar and a chicken once again, potentially dangerous. It comes to his feet. Man doesn't have a chance to protect himself on the left side. The guy back heel trip him down with that arm tied up. Max Byerly, the 10th grader, is doing a nice job of defending himself, trying not to get pinned. Belmont trails in this match 12 to 6. Lugabill counters. Counters the stand up. Byerly tries to hit a little inside roll. Countered there by Lugabill. 13 seconds left to go. It's going to be Byerly's choice in this third period. Let's see where he's going to want to go. Lugabill's taking him down two or three times now. Let's see if he's going to want to. He doesn't want to stay on bottom as Lugabill's been riding him pretty well and has cradled him multiple times. 9.4 seconds left to go here. Byerly sets up. Lugabill climbs on from the left side. Whistle blows. Cross face by Lugabill. Drops back, grabs that leg, tries to hit him in that Turk situation. Drops down to a single, and Lugabill's going to hang on to that single. Time expires, and Lugabill gives up nothing. 11 to 1 going into the third period here. Barley says, let's go neutral. My best shot here. Maybe you can catch him on something. Whistle blows. Shot by Lugabill on that single leg. Front quarter, Nelson by Byerly. Turns Lugabill's shoulder over. Lugabill trying to come back out of that. Byerly cranking it pretty tough. Lugabill's got his head caught down there. Byerly can spin to go behind and get a takedown here. But Lugabill hanging on to that leg. Lugabill has to watch out for the pancake because he don't want to bring his head up too fast. Good place for a stalemate. Oh, there's a good job of Lugabill when uh, Byerly tried to go around him. Lugabill caught a hold of that leg. Now Lugabill's going to bunny hop up. There's a nice stalemate. A.J. made that call. Luganville takes a look at the coaches. 11-1, still the score. Front headlock. Let Byerly come in, make a bad shot, and snap him. Just kind of put heavy hands on him, trying to get his head down to the mat. Luganville snaps him. Nothing there. Byerly still is good position. Byerly's trying to change his position. Shot by Luganville. Byerly jumps right into a bear hug. Luganville was on his knees, and Byerly jumped in and just went dove right into a bear hug, and Luganville gets a takedown. A three-point near fall would end this in a tech fall. 13 to 1 is the score with a minute to go. Luganville's going to run a head lever. See if somebody's got a bloody nose. He's they gonna, do. He's got some blood time. Let's take one commercial and be back with the rest of this match here on WZBD. Luganville Excavating is a proud sponsor of high school wrestling on WZBD. Their son, Memphis, a sophomore at AC, is doing his best to overcome adversity and wrestle for the Flying Jets. Memphis has made tremendous strides and is determined to continue. You can follow his journey on Facebook at Memphis's Ride. As Luganville Excavating works hard for their customers, follow Memphis's challenge to make the team. He would love to hear from you. Welcome back to Belmont High School. As Lake Luganville taking a little blood time. Has a little abrasion above his eye, and Deanna brings out the magic sauce and just burns it. <laughs> that stuff stings so bad. Luganville has team a score up. is 12-6 AC, but here at 150, Luganville has a big lead, 13-1. Climbs on, rides it from the left side. 55 seconds left to go. Byerly stands up, tries to escape. Luganville drops down to a low leg. Byerly trying to turn into him. It's a good place for a stalemate here. Luganville trying to hang on to that leg, and Byerly gets a reversal. 13-3 now. Luganville with a 10-point lead. Still got the major. 37 seconds left to go. He's going to pick up a four here if nothing else changes. 
Luganville's trying to stand up with 30 seconds left to go. Has wrist control. Barley uh, trying to ride him. Luganville pops him up in the air. Barley gets back in better position. Luganville's just kind of camping out down there, roasting some marshmallows. 15 seconds left to go. Luganville says, oh, look at the clock, and Barley throws a cross face on him. Luganville's going to tank a 10-point lead and give the Braves four points here, get them a little bit closer. Final score of this is going to be 13-3. Belmont with a four-point major victory. 12-10 is the team score now. Major, major decision is what Rex wanted to say, and it's, it is 12-10. That was a nice job by Byerly. He was down early, but he kept fighting, and he kept that thing to a major, which is winning points for AC. Now at 157, Gavin Davis undefeated 11-0. The junior wrestling Jared Smith, the junior who's 9-4. Smith, uh, 50, 50 career wins uh, the other night, uh, so he's been around. Good athlete. Great defensive back on a football team. Well, Smith won last night by fall. Adam Central is in prime position here to pull the upset. They have done what they needed to do, winning in 32 and 38 by fall and keeping 50 to a major. Here we go. Gavin Davis snapped down, drops down a leg attack. Gavin reaches in for a single and scores the opening takedown. Davis steps through with the Turk, running a facelift on that Turk, and he's got his opponent to his back. Gavin has him over. I think Gavin wanted to make this a longer match, but Belmont needs the point, so if he's got a chance to pin him, he's going to pin him. Gavin has got that facelift. He's got a, a Turk. Beautiful. Hard to pin a guy with that hold, but Gavin's working on it. Gavin continues to work the face. Gavin's going to score a three-point near fall, but Gavin, and there's the call for the, now he still haven't given the three. Gavin has a cross face. Now Gavin takes him back to his back again in a Turk situation. Gavin leads it 2-0. A minute seven to go in his first period. We saw a young man from Poland run a Turk on Greg Mankey, the most beautiful Turk I've ever seen in my life, AJ. Back Are they the going to give the points? Uh, thank you, Roger. Roger finally does give them. He could have given the points twice there. Now Gavin Davis trying to hit a tilt on the edge of the mat. You know, be careful you don't expose your own shoulders, and they're going to go out of bounds. So Pick up three more. On the tilt on the edge of the mat. That might have been a bit of a gift. 8-0 is the score. Started in inbounds. Davis leading here at 157 pounds over Jared Smith. Eight to nothing. Davis breaks him down to the mat. Davis now continuing to work on top, cross face on top. He'll reach to that near leg and try to take him right to his back with it. 30 seconds to go. He steps through again with the Turk. And uh, we, uh, we learned something from that uh, Polish wrestler. Rogers checking to see if there's a pinning, a pin down there, but there's not. He's going to make him come out of that situation. Well, now you can give it. 11-0 to score, three-point near fall, seven seconds to go. Uh, this was Gavin Davis's plan. Beat on him for a while and uh, not pin him quick. Talked to Gavin's father before the match. <laughs> I had some inside information. <laughs> Score is 11 nothing here at 157. However, Adam Central leads Belmont 12 to 10. We started at 132. We'll finish at 126. Smith deferred. Davis is going to take 
down. No, it takes top. Davis took top. He likes running that near for that uh, Turk situation. Smith Davis breaks, breaks him down. Smith reconsidering his choice. Yeah, I don't think you want to go under Gavin Davis. Gavin continuing to work upper body, looking for a half Nelson or an overhook. This is the second period. Good cross face by Gavin. Now Gavin running that cross face. Now he's going to take him to a tilt or work him over to a bundle. Smith does a nice job of getting off his back. And no near fall point scored. 12 10, the team score right now, 11 nothing in this match at 157. Now Gavin Davis is going to work an, an overhook. He's got him stuck. And there it is. A last time of 2 minutes and 45 seconds. Belmont takes the lead for the first time in this match as they lead at 16 to 12. Mr. Davis uh, went out there with a purpose as he uh, gets the ball. Now it's going to be Duke Myers, 22-0, wrestling against the junior Matt Heiser, 165. 165-pound match on a program sponsored by Myers and Litchfield families and Farm Bureau, John Rubel. Little Motley crew bringing him in. Duke Myers trying to impress his uh, future collegiate coach as he's in the house tonight. Heiser fakes a shot. Duke in on a shot. They're on the edge of the mat. Out of bounds they go. Duke trying to slow Heiser down a little bit. Duke always runs those heavy hands. Now Duke hits an ankle pick, drops down to that single leg, picks it up quickly. Steps off as Heiser trying to keep it down. Duke hits a little fireman's carry, goes underneath that high leg he's got picked up. Interesting combo, AJ, but it works for the takedown. Give him the two, give Heiser the one. We're up two to one now, back on our feet. Duke likes to work fast, get about five or six takedowns. He just heavy hands, Heiser right to the mat, tries to spin, snaps him, goes around, changes his direction, gets the takedown, four to one's the score. Duke cuts him loose, four to two. All right, he heads the mat, and Duke pushes him out of bounds. He'll come back to center. Heiser's a junior, he's nine and four in the season right now. Shot low single by Heiser, and Duke catches him, just catches his head and goes a little duck under right underneath it. Gets the two takedowns, gonna cut him loose. Gives him his, no, Duke picks him up. Tries to put him down. Duke's going to cut him loose. Six to three is the score now. Duke fires in. Collar tie hits a little duck under. Super duck. Heiser catches him. Duke stays there. Stays in the under hook position. He's out in that, uh, needs to hit a little sucker drag out of there. Heiser got a front headlock on him. Heiser tries to snap him. Duke leaves one leg up. Stalemate called. Step back to his lines. Whistle blows with 40 seconds left to go here. Heiser tries to hit a throw by. Myers fakes a shot, goes underhook. Heiser's got a headlock locked up here. Trying to lift him up. Myers fights out of that. Myers has good head position here. Chains off, hits a fireman's carry, loses the arm. Heiser trying to get around behind, but Duke comes back, gets the arm. He's going to change from a single, try and work his way back to a double. As he does, he turns in on a hip. Gets the takedown. AJ, he, he failed on one move and turned it into two more moves and converts it. I thought they're out of bounds as uh, they do finally go out of bounds. So 8 3 is the score now. Myers on top here at 165. Not Duke's best two minutes of wrestling. 
Kaiser just kind of rested a little awkward here and kept him off base. Four seconds left to go as Myers going to ride him out these last couple of seconds here. And the time expires. 8-3 is the score of Myers on top of Heiser. Belmont leading after trailing 12-0. Belmont now leads 16-12. But AC has two of their best wrestlers coming up in Trevor Curry and Zach Worm. Myers defers his choice. Heiser takes the down position. Myers going to switch him up and change over right in from the left side. No real first move by Heiser. Myers tries to break him down. Heiser stays on his base. Myers comes up. Reach it back. We're going to try and pick him up in a in a Turk situation here. Duke lifts him up. Nice changes off sides. Duke's trying to step in front. Changes off and cuts him loose. Heiser with an escape. Eight to four is the score now. Duke keeps him on the edge of the mat. Leaning in. Got a collar tie. Snaps him down. Really snaps hard. Duke brings him up as Heiser comes up to his feet. Heiser trying to lock up a headlock, I think, here. And Duke pulls that hand off the back of his head. Duke circles back in. Now he drops down to a single leg. A little slide by. He's going to pick that single leg up with a minute 16 left to go. Duke's going to change off and just bulldoze right through him. He gets the takedown. Kind of turned that into a bars of guy, and he runs him out of bounds. Uh, Heiser's doing a fine job of staying in this match and not giving up any near fall points. He knows his job. He knows that uh, Duke's higher ranked than he is in the semi-state. He's just trying to get through this match and give up as few points as possible. As they start, Heiser comes up. Duke's going to cut him loose. 10 to 5 is the score now. 59 seconds left to go here. Myers will have his choice in the third period. Myers pushing in, takes a shot. Heiser just hanging on the head. That's his job right now is not to get turned, just to keep this as simple or a major decision. Heiser fakes a headlock. Duke tried to step behind him. A little encouragement given there by Nick Coons. Myers picks up the pace a little bit with 40 seconds left to go. Goes into high speed mode. Snaps him down and throws him right to his back on the edge of the mat. Gets nothing. Did he get the takedown? Got nothing. Got nothing, honey. Myers had one foot inbounds, but by the time he got around behind him, there was no supporting points in. Must have two appendages inbounds. Myers works in for the underhook. 26 seconds left to go here. Period number two. Heiser is on the edge of the mat. Duke's trying to keep him from coming back in. Duke's tapping the leg. He's running, and as well he should. Matt Heiser knows his job here. It's to not get turned. Keep this in, as close as he can. 15 seconds left to go here. Myers wants to get one more before this period comes to an end. Heiser's just going to run. Tap and go. Eight seconds left to go. There's the stalling warning against Heiser. Duke's going to stay here with three seconds left to go. Heiser watches the clock wind down. Duke's choice here for this third period. He's down to the mat. Says, I'm going to take down. He leads this thing 10-5 now with two minutes to go in this match. Heiser doing a great job of uh, staying out of trouble. Meyer stands up, fights the hands. Heiser tries to pick up a leg, sweeps back down to the mat. Puts him down. Has a lace ride locked up. Heiser's still got the lace. Duke going to turn out of that. Heiser running a little spiral ride here now. Comes up to his feet. Myers can control that hand. Heiser tries to take him down the mat. They spin out of bounds. Duke's going to get a one-point escape. Or is he not? I don't think so. He is not. Duke sets up in a down position. Minute 37 left to go here. Myers sits out, tries to switch out. 
Changeover. Heiser fouls him up. Heiser trying to run him out. Heiser gives up the escape. Duke leads 11 to 5 now. Duke steps into a body lock. Heiser's going to try to headlock him. And Duke, Duke stepped around and countered out with a body lock. 11 5 is our score. A minute 26 left to go. Duke fakes the shot. Working out that collar tie. Duke hits a little neat. Try to hit a uh, thigh pry. Heiser over on the edge of the mat. Goes out of bounds. Belmont crowd calling for a stalling, which would give him a point as he has one warning on, against him already. Myers met collar tie. Myers tries to hit a duck under to a knee pull, and there's the stalling, and there's the point. 12 to 5. Duke's got a seven point lead right now and needs another one for a major here. Tries to hit a little leg sweep. Heiser hanging onto the arms underneath. Myers has him on the edge of the mat. Hits a duck under. Comes up. Myers is behind him. He's going to get the two and steps out of bounds. 14 to 5 with 46 seconds to go. So right now it's a major decision win. Let's see if Duke's going to ride him or try and turn him here. No real move from Heiser. A nice cross face from Myers stands up. Myers going to cut him loose, give him an escape. 14 6 is our score. Still got the eight point. Myers with 34 seconds left to go. See if he can get another one here. There's a snap down his opponent. Gets a wrist control. Now he goes two on one, arm tie. Steps in. Heiser hanging on. Heiser just knows he doesn't want to get thrown. Hanging on. Out of bounds they go. No stalling. Roger pretty set on that. 16 seconds left to go. Duke trying to pick up the pace, and Heiser's going to run. Duke in a throw situation here. Steps trying to inside trip. Hits a fireman's carry. Does Duke. He's underneath. He's got a hole in the leg, and that's the way it's going to go. Heiser did his job. Gives up just a major. Final score, 14 and uh, they, they gave Duke another takedown at the end. 16-6. 16-6. It's a win for Belmont, but it's a, a victory for Adams Central as they only give up four points there. It's 20 to 12, and this match now at 175 is huge. Max Carr, AC Junior, 8-3 wrestling, Belmont sophomore, Xavier Palacios. And I'm telling you, Rex, I think the winner of this match is gonna win the meet. It's that close. Palacios versus Carr. Belmont leading 20 to 12 on the team board. They shake hands, and here we go. Palacios comes out, heavy hands on the collar tie. Front headlock by Xavier. They continue to pummel, looking for some hand control. Xavier get, gets out of position, but Xavier switches out of the shot by the Adams Central wrestler, and the switch works the takedown as Carr gives up the... <laughs> that was a Kukulhan switch there. So Xavier Palacios was, take, was in the process of getting taken down when he hit a switch and came out of it and scored the opening takedown. Xavier looking for control on top. He's got a wicked cradle, both cross face and near side. Xavier's got his hands locked up. He's got the cradle, I believe, hooked up. Rex, if you can, can't tell if he's got, nope, doesn't have the hands locked up. Carr does a good job of breaking those hands apart. That's the first thing you've got to do is Break those hands apart. Don't let that guy have his hands locked on you. Xavier has the opening takedown, a 2-0 lead. A minute to go here in his first period. Xavier's got a wrist under control. Tries to hit a half Nelson on the other side. A wing and a bar. He's got that chicken wing on the right arm. 
And a wrist controlled on the left side. Xavier trying to go around behind. Now he jumps to the other side with a half Nelson. Xavier's good with this, but not as good as he is with his cradles. Scores 2-0 in favor of Palacios of Belmont. Belmont leading the team board 20-12. 35 seconds to go in this first period here at 175. And that position is important. Xavier knew if he turned him, he'd turn him out of bounds. Xavier now looking to score from, from behind, but they're wrestling right on the edge of the mat. Now Xavier's in better shape. He can turn him and keep him in bounds. 18 seconds to go. Xavier works a head lever. Now Xavier looking for a side cradle. Checks the clock, see how much time he has. Doesn't have much, so I think he's going to try to ride it out. Palacios of Belmont leading car of Adams Central. Two to nothing. As time runs out in the first period, Belmont on top, but it's close, 20 to 12, Belmont. Big crowd watching a big match here, AJ. A lot of tough, hard-nosed wrestling. Xavier takes neutral on his feet here to start this second period. He, he was basically taken down to start that first period, but he switched out of it. As they're gonna wrestle here, neutral. Car of Adam Central trailing by two. Takedown can tie it up. They adjust their headgear, work some hand control. Shot by Carr, doesn't penetrate. Xavier stops him out front. Carr's still working inside. Xavier continues to sprawl him out. Xavier with a quarter, Nelson. Now Xavier goes around behind and scores the takedown. Now Xavier puts the leg in, and uh, the coaches say, don't do that. <laughs> he said, no! 4-0, <laughs> Xavier Palacios with, a, with the takedown, has the lead. Yeah, we just make too many mistakes with the legs, Rex. We're not good enough with them. Last time a Belmont guy put the legs in, Loshi got stuck. Minute 14 to go in this second period. Palacios of Belmont leading 4-0 on the strength of two takedowns over Max Carr, Adam Central Jr., who's 8-3 on the season. AJ, didn't you said uh, Phil Lingers had a monster cradle? No, he had, a, he had a double underhook. Oh. <laughs> double underhook you can throw to your back. Palacios still in control here, 45 seconds to go in this period. Carr trying to maintain a stand-up. Palacios goes up with him, and they go out of bounds. They'll go back to the center, no change. Palacios doing a good job making him carry his weight the whole time, wearing him down. 38 seconds to go, period two. Palacios of Belmont leading 4-0 over Carr of Adams Central. Belmont leading the team score 20-12. Carr sets up on bottom. Palacios of Belmont sets up on top. Whistle sounds. Carr is unable to get to his feet. Palacios breaks him back down to the mat. Carr's down on a hip. Palacios trying to work a far cross face and a near ankle. Carr is on his hip now. Palacios has turned him. Palacios has turned him over to his back. Half Nelson by Palacios. He's trying to finish it here. He's got plenty of time. They're inbounds. Palacios has 15 seconds. Palacios trying to finish it right here. Carr trying to get off his back. There's eight seconds. Palacios working down. Five seconds. Belmont wants to call. They're not getting it. One second. And there's a pin call, but it's too late. It's, I don't think it's going to count. Well, didn't count. And Tony Curry knows it, too. I don't think it's going to count. I think it was, I think it was late. I think it was late. If I'm the official scorer, I'm not giving it to him. 
Unless, unless he had called it before the buzzer went off, he just hadn't slapped the mat yet. And that, I think that, that may be what he's saying. And he's going to ask Tyrone. That's what an assistant referee's for. Tyrone yep. could tell him, no, I saw the clock go to zero. That's the assistant referee's job. It is the assistant referee's job. I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a pin win. Called it a fall. It stands. It stands. And AC took a job in on that one. Winner by fall in four minutes, Xavier Palacios. Big win for Belmont. They're now up 26 to 12. AJ, this is going to be a big match. I mean, Trevor Curry, much more experienced, but Cole Mendez with just one loss in the season. We'll see how Mendez competes here. Curry makes his way to the map first. As uh, Belmont is supposed to put their man to the map first. 14. AJ doing some calculating. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm doing some calculating. This this thing isn't over by a long shot. <laughs> it's Mendez versus Curry, 190 pounds. As Mendez makes his way to the mat, hands have been shaking. We're underway here. Curry tries to reach out, getting that collar tie. Mendez slaps it off. Doesn't want to be in a tie up. Curry trying to work his way in past the guard. Mendez hits a little throw by, catches that arm. Curry keeping the pressure on. Mendez fakes a shot. Down to a minute 37. Curry trying to work his way around. <clears throat> They're dead in the center of the mat. Snap down attempted by Curry. Nothing there. These guys both pummeling for inside position. <clears throat> shot by Curry. Countered by Mendez. Sprawls out. A minute 18 left to go here. Curry trying to change his level on Mendez. Mendez staying in a good position right in the center of the mat. Mendez fakes a shot. They go down to their knees. Collar tie still down low. Mendez comes up. They're both up their feet now. Throw by attempted by Curry. He's trying to get around behind. Des not taking him to the mat yet. Mendez steps out of it. And Curry hangs on the leg. And Curry does not get takedown. Gets a fleeing the mat. Technical violation fleeing on Mendez. That's a good call. Curry had that takedown. And uh, before he get the other leg, Mendez dives out of bounds. Gets a one point against him. Curry with a 1-0 lead here. 52 seconds left to go in period number one. Mendez comes in with a two-on-one rush and arm tie. Curry trying to fight that off. Keeps his head in good position. Down to 43 seconds now. Throw by attempted by Curry. Once again, Mendez fights that one off. That's how Curry got that first near takedown. It's like a near fall. It's a near takedown. 30 seconds left to go here. Curry trying to change his level. Trying to snap Mendez down. Not there. Both wrestlers kind of putting their hands into their face. Turn into a little head slap battle. Mendez tries to snap Curry down. Curry spins out of that. Takes a look at the clock with 10 seconds left to go. Curry takes a slide single. Not there. Good counter by Mendez. Mendez takes a bad shot. Now he counters. Mendez out front. In a front headlock situation with two seconds left to go. Mendez uh, had more time here. It would have been a better situation. That's how period number one is going to end by a score of 1-0. And Curry's got a bloody nose. With that, we're going to send it back to the studio for a commercial. Back with more wrestling on WZBD. Miller Land Surveying is one of Northeast Indiana's premier full-service land surveying firms. From lot and boundary surveys to large topographical, commercial, and industrial surveys, Miller Land Surveying can help you with all of your surveying needs. With a seasoned staff, the latest technology, and a drive for perfection, rest assured your project will be done professionally and efficiently completed every time. MLS is proud to support today's broadcast. 
and encourages everyone to get out and support local athletes. Welcome back to Belmont High School as Trevor Curry has a abrasion on his lip. Tony Curry comes out and puts a little Vaseline on it to stop the bleeding. We've stopped the blood time. We're getting ready to start period number two. We're at 190 here. 1-0 is the score. Curry with the lead. Choice goes to Belmont Green. He defers. Curry's choice, and he will take the down position. Mendez going to see if he can ride him or turn him here. Mendez climbs off the left side. Whistle blows. Curry inside switch. Mendez changes off, tries to break him down. Mendez comes up behind him. He's in rear standing position, tries to break Curry down. Curry comes down to his beast, to his base and switches out, gets escape. One and in behind. Curry can't spin behind for the two. Two zeros to score on Curry's penalty point and an escape. Curry working to set up a takedown here. Changes his level. Mendez keeps him out front. Ties up that wrist. Curry once again trying to change levels. Get underneath Mendez. Curry trying to work his way in on a collar tie. They break apart with a minute 24 left to go here. Wrist control by both wrestlers. Two on one Russian arm tie by Mendez. Mendez tries to step into an underhook and Curry drives down on leg. Curry's in good position here. He has Mendez on his hip. Mendez needs to give this up. He's going to hang on. Mendez trying to hang on a little bit too long here. Curry has not been given a takedown yet, and he has been given the two takedown. Mendez is going to swirl out of this. Curry and Mendez kind of tangled up, playing a little twister here as uh, Curry's leg is stuck in between, and Mendez has a hold of it, and they're going to call potentially dangerous to get out of there. It's a good call by Roger. There was no back points there, folks. <clears throat> you can ask for them. Tim wants two back points. Well, Tim doesn't want the takedown. The team scores 26 Belmont, 12 for Adams Central. Adams Central started out at 132 with a pin win and then another pin win at 138. But ever since that, it's been Belmont. But now Adams Central has their studs at 95, 215, and heavy. Going to come down to little guys. Yes, it is. The takedown stands. Curry with a 4-0 lead here on the strength of a penalty point, escape, and a takedown. Breaks Mendez down to his shoulder. Double rolls that wrist under. Tries to turn Mendez with that wrist. Mendez staying up on his knees. Now he runs a half and a far bar. Mendez needs to keep his shoulder off the mat. Comes up. He better get to his feet. Mendez just lost a mouth guard there. Mendez comes up to his feet, tries to hit a Granby roll and comes up in a scramble. Curry follows him. 15 seconds left to go here. It's going to be Mendez's choice for the third period here. 10 seconds left to go in this second period. Curry riding with a tight waist. Runs a chicken wing on that near side. 3-2-1, time expires. Duke Meyer's going to get the... Mouth guard back to Mr. Mendez. The rule is if you have braces, you must have a mouth guard in. Mendez's mouth guard's up. Mendez takes neutral. We're on our feet for this final two minutes here. We're at 190 pounds. Mendez trying to stand his ground. 
Curry with a shot on a single leg. Mendez, dice sprawl, comes out front headlock situation. Mendez trying to work that front headlock. Curry's trying to stay out of it. Mendez trying to go hit a, uh, a uh, Palmer cradle. Got that front headlock locked up. Curry trying to get his head out. Mendez putting pressure, and Mendez has the leg. Oh, can't do it. And Curry hits a sucker drag out and comes out and gets a two. Curry's going to take a 6-0 lead here at 190. We're at 190 pounds here and uh, six, a minute 26 left to go here. Period Cole, Cole Mendez needs to stay off his back. Don't give up any more points here. Hang on to this, hang on to this straight three-point decision. Curry runs a half. Mendez looks away from that half. Curry runs a far side half. Mendez uh, trying to fight off here as Curry puts a leg in. Curry's going to try and pull Mendez over with that cross face. Mendez comes up. Curry riding him here with a minute to go here. Curry needs to try and turn him. Tony says try and hit a banana split. And he has the one leg turned. And Mendez grabs Curry's leg and pulls it out of that leg situation. Curry's leg stuck out in the middle here in an awkward situation. See if Mendez can step over the leg. Mendez can high leg over. I think the best he can do here is get a stalemate. And he does. 6-0, Curry of AC leads Mendez of Belmont. Belmont leads the team score 26-12. Third period with 38 seconds left to go. Curry uh, still trying to get back into wrestling shape. He's uh, got some good wins here. Hasn't been out of football all that long. We're in the third period now with 35 seconds left to go. Mendez doing a good job of bracing up here, keeping his hands out in front of him, trying to come up to a big man stand up. Curry trying to break him back down the mat. Mendez trying to work his way up with 23 seconds left to go. Mendez doing a good job of bracing out here. 15 seconds left to go. Warning on the stalling man. That is Mendez. Got to keep his head up. Curry runs a cross face. Curry's going to try and turn him here, but he looks up the clock, and there's eight seconds left to go. Mendez going to hang on here and not give up any more points. Curry is your winner here. Final score is 6-0. Given three team points, Belmont on top, 26-15. Winner by decision at 190 is Adam Central's Trevor Curry. Now at 215 now pounds. 215 oh, they're making a bump. Central. They're bumping. They put the Ethan Funk in. Where? This is Ethan Funk. They bumped him. They're not putting. Is Ethan Funk. Bloom's not in. Bloom hasn't wrestled all year. It doesn't matter, Belmont's still going to wrestle Keegan Martin. Ethan Funk wrestling here at 215 against Keegan Martin. And Martin is going to be looking for a fall here. Belmont leads this thing 26-15 as they wrestle. Nice snap down by Martin. Now an underhook. Martin continuing to pummel inside. Martin with a fireman's carry. Now a single leg head to the outside. Comes back up. <laughs> Pretty good shot by the AC wrestler, but they go out of bounds, no change. As Ethan Funk pummeled well and competed hard right there. Hand fighting now. The two big guys snap out as Funk tries to get Martin off of him. Fireman's carry by Martin, and he comes underneath for a single leg, a high crotch, and he has the opening takedown. So Martin of Belmont scores first here and leads 2-0. A minute 23 to go. Martin with a good cross face. Keegan Martin working to. Now they're going to. Coach said let him go. And to tire him out, I guess. I 
Then Martin was in the process of working a cross face and a, and a uh, bundle. However, now they're up on their feet wrestling. Funk is really a 75-pounder, and they got him wrestling up. Well, Funk just gave up a takedown as Martin pushes his head down. Martin's going to give him another escape. No, he doesn't. Got to let him go, Keegan, or he's not going to score on you. Four to two to score, 45 seconds to go. Period number one, Belmont 26, AC 15. AJ, I see uh, Wyatt McAfee over there getting warmed up. McAfee... There's a 215-pounder. There's a takedown for Belmont's Keegan Martin. Martin works an underhook. Now he's got an arm bar. He's got that arm hammer lock. 90 degrees is as far as you can take it. Martin's got a 6-4. It should be a 6-2 lead. Martin working for some pinning combination here. Now Martin's putting to his back. Keegan Martin trying to finish this. He's got 13 seconds left. And there's the pin call with 10 seconds remaining, a minute and 50 seconds. Winner by fall is Keegan Martin. That gives Belmont some breathing room. They're up 32 to 15. And uh, they're going to send out Wyatt McAfee at heavyweight here. They're not going to wrestle Bloom or Worm tonight. So it's going to be Grady Baker versus Wyatt McAfee. Well, I'm sure Grady Baker's not unhappy about this change. <laughs> Zach Worm is the number one seeded heavyweight in our semi-state. McAfee's been filling in for Worm since his injury. Pulled a hamstring in a match against New Haven in dual meet. And it's Grady Baker, the sophomore, versus Wyatt McAfee as we're underway here at heavyweight. Look at uh, Wyatt McAfee as a senior. Baker just a 10th grader. Baker's a undersized heavyweight. McAfee's really a 215 pounder. So Tony Curry says uh, he thought this match was out of reach and just decided he didn't want to risk his uh, two guys that are kind of coming off injury. It's not really out of reach yet, Rex. I did some mathematician work here, and uh, AC still has a fighting chance. Didn't want to risk getting his uh, two guys hurt any more than they are, so they makes, are not makes in. Makes sense, makes sense. It's, uh, it's Baker versus McAfee. Wrist fighting here, trying to wrist some control, and Baker snaps down the head of McAfee. Tries to go for a front headlock here. McAfee's able to counter that. <clears throat> Four or five matches left to go after this one. Arm drag tried by Wyatt. McAfee. Wrist Collar tie by both wrestlers. McAfee changes level. Hits a little arm drag. Brady, uh, Grady Baker fights that off. Now McAfee's in on a single leg. Has that single picked up. Cross Baker, face, Baker. Baker's trying to fight him out. Gotta get that leg back down. Cross face, Baker. And now uh, Baker does cross face. Gets his leg back down to the mat. 36 seconds left to go here. Wrist control by Grady Baker. Tries to work an arm tie. He snaps down the head of McAfee. Under 30 here to go. Period number one, no score yet. Pretty good shot there by McAfee. Had a little snatch single, just picked it up, and Baker did a good job of straightening his leg out and getting it back down to the mat. 15 seconds left to go as these guys are fighting in the center of the mat. Baker, wrist control, snaps the hand down. McAfee in good position here. Both guys keeping their heads in tight, and this period's gonna come to an end, no score. Belmont leading Adam Central. 32 to 15, 
And uh, if Grady Baker could win this match, I believe that would be the death knell for the so Baker's, Jets. Baker's choice, he defers. White McAfee takes the down position. Baker's going to climb on right in from the left side. McAfee hits a switch to a stand-up, comes up. Baker is trying to control and trying to pick him up, just cuts him loose, gives him an escape. 1-0, McAfee with your lead here. Baker trying to work some arm control. Ties up some arms. They're pummeling for inside position. McAfee with an underhook. Now Baker back with the underhook. McAfee pushes him out of bounds, and Baker's going to pick up a stalling warning. Kind of a quick one, but it's, it'll work. Minute 37 left to go here. Appeared at number two. We're at heavyweight. Baker with an underhook. Center mat. Baker tried to throw him by. Overhook, underhook. McAfee's trying to push Baker to the side of the mat. Baker in good position. McAfee in on a single leg shot. Baker needs to learn how to cross face. McAfee has that leg picked up. Baker's got a whizzer in now. Gets his leg back down. Baker's going to run front headlock. McAfee a lot of work there, but gets nothing out of it. Now tries another snatch single. Baker hits a fireman's carry to a duck under. Hits that arm and doesn't control, doesn't penetrate on that leg. And McAfee's got a side cradle locked up, and Baker comes up and counters it. Good wrestling for a couple of big guys here, AJ. Yep. A lot of action. 58 seconds left to go here. Period number two. McAfee with a one-point lead. Baker's choice for the third period. Baker with an underhook. Staying in a good position. Breaks the wrist control. Baker snaps down the head or front headlock. McAfee does a good job of getting out of there. 41 seconds left to go. Both guys working in. Baker snaps the head down again, trying to get McAfee down the ground. And McAfee just sucker drags out of there. Doesn't get controlled. 30 seconds. McAfee just pushes him out of bounds. They're back to the center with 28 to go. McAfee fakes a shot at that low single. Baker counters. Back up to their feet. Baker getting pushed to the edge of the mat. He needs to circle back in. Baker on a single leg attack. Comes back up and out. Gets his ankle caught. McAfee on a low single leg. 12 seconds left to go. Baker trying to hang on with a whizzer. Baker reaches over the top. Knife throw situation. Baker's got a leg controlled here. 4, 3, 2, 1. And time's going to expire. And McAfee's not going to get it. Time up. Roger kept saying no control there. Baker's choice. He will take the down position. Oh, they said take neutral. Why? Well, I don't know. Why? <laughs> you're, you're trailing one to zero. And you've had a stalling warning against you. Wyatt's been in on a couple of nice single legs and maybe think that Baker's wearing him down. Maybe he can get that front headlock. McAfee pulls out of that collar tie. Baker trying to put heavy hands on, snap him down to the mat. Wrist control by Baker. They're both trying to work their way in with a minute 42 left to go here. McAfee with a one-point lead. Baker trying to put some pressure on the head. Pummeling inside. McAfee's going to just do a good job of standing in good position, not give anything up. Underhook by Baker. Goes up for a head. McAfee does a sucker drag out. Shot by McAfee in a double leg. Baker pulls him up out of there with a whizzer. Underhook. Now uh, McAfee trying to run that collar tie. A minute 10 left to go here. Baker goes from the underhook. McAfee takes a look at the corner. A minute three left to go here. Baker with an overhook. Baker hits, 
hits a single leg off that underhook. Now he comes back up to his feet. McAfee's going to drop down to a low single. McAfee's got a friend headlock locked up. McAfee on a double. Baker puts pressure on. Out of bounds they go. No change. Can't fall either one of their effort checks. They're both going at it. 215 pounder versus a small heavyweight. It's a good match here in the crowd from both sides come to their feet cheering these guys on. Baker hits an underhook to a throw by. 42 seconds left to go. Gets pushed out of bounds. Got another point. He hit him again. Two zeros to score. Baker's going to need a takedown to tie this up. McAfee just did a good job of keeping him on the edge of the mat. Gets the stall call. Baker with 30 seconds left to go here. Drops down to a leg. McAfee out front in the front headlock situation. He's just going to hang there. He doesn't need to do anything. Baker pushing in. Baker head to head. Baker drops on a single leg. McAfee out front with a headlock. Ten seconds left to go. Baker shoots a single leg. There's a stalling against McAfee. McAfee kind of spin behind. Baker grabs a single leg. He's going to try and pick this up with three seconds left, but McAfee's going to hang on for the victory. Wyatt McAfee steps in and gets a 2-0 win for a three-point decision, giving him 18 to Belmont's 32. 2-0. If Henry Farrell wins by fall, Belmont's going to win this event no matter what happens in the other three weight classes. Right now, it's Ben Mills wrestling Miles Carr. Carr is a sophomore, 9-4, and four. Mills is a freshman. 15 and 7. So Loshi from South Adams got pinned by Carr, and uh, he, uh, they, they've wrestled Loshi, and he's the factor in the common match. Here we go. Mills wrestling Carr. Belmont leading 32-18. See you, Jeff Greer. <laughs> what did he say? He's in Colorado. Here we go. Mills. Squared up. Neither wrestler has made a, a leg attack as yet. Rex was having a conversation there with uh, our boy Jeff Greer. You want to know where D.L. Capone was at? I say he's in Colorado. Yeah, he is. He is indeed. Shot by Mills on a single leg. Miles Carr of Adam Central working a counter, and he has countered it. And now Carr's working a cradle. Mills needs to break those hands apart. First thing, he doesn't get them broken apart. Carr's got him on his back. Carr's got Mills in trouble. And Miles Carr scores a 51-second pin win to draw Adam Central closer. The score is now Belmont 32, Adam Central 24. Big match here at uh, 113 pounds between Cale Bear, the freshman, 9-5, and five, to Ethan Curtis, the junior, 14 and 8. This match sponsored by Kuchenberg Auctioneering and Realty. Roger needs a drink of water. Ethan Curtis is in. Fourth wrestler is here on the mat. I ran into Ethan Curtis at Taco Bell last week after the match. He was hammering down pretty good, so his weight must be good. It is Beer versus Curtis at 113, and we're ready to go underway. A lot of action. Both wrestlers, heavy hands, really slapping around. Nobody's wanting a collar tie here. Curtis with a knee pull attempt. Gets underneath. He's got an arm hook there. 
See if he can work from the tilt series here. Comes up, reaches for the leg. Beard keeps him out front in front of headlock. Curtis spins up and out of that. Curtis comes off that leg, trying to work his way out. Still make call by Roger. He'll come back to the center. Still neutral. Minute 32 to go. Heavy hands by Beer puts uh, Curtis's head down. Curtis breaks away from that. Curtis lowers his level, fakes a shot. Now he's in an underhook, and Beer hits a little tilt. Hits a little monkey roll, and Curtis is in trouble here. He's getting near fall points. He's got, he went up between the legs of Curtis. Caught him in the legs, and he's uh, going to change off here, trying to cradle him up. Curtis trying to get off his back. He's got a three count. He's got two earned, has not been awarded those two, and Curtis gets back to his base. Two takedown and two near fall. Cale Beer with a 4-0 lead here over Ethan Curtis with a minute with uh, 48 seconds left to go here in the first period at 113 pounds. Curtis trying to come up to his base. Beer's running a spiral ride on him. Curtis sets out. Going to get cradled if he sits there. Up and out, turns in. He's in on a leg. Curtis in position for a little tilt here. Beer's over the top. Beer hasn't given up any reversal yet. Curtis is uh, tied up underneath. Beer's just kind of got a body lock on him. As uh, Curtis comes back to his base. No change here. 15 seconds left to go. Beer, another one of these strong freshmen for Adam Central. Seven seconds left to go. Curtis is bellied out. And he's going to... Beer's going to take a 4-0 lead into period number two here at 13. Choice goes to Belmont. They defer. Choice goes to Beer. He takes the down position. So Beer with a 4-0 lead. Sets up and a down. Curtis going to climb on right in from the right side. Changes over. Breaks Beer down. Beer tries to sit out, turn in. Curtis tries to Underhook him back down, comes up between the legs, breaks him back down, throws up cross face, takes him out of bounds. Ethan gets stronger as the match goes longer. Your poet didn't know it, AJ. Minute 49 here, Curtis steps across, grabs the, the facelift, can't get the, uh, the Turk situation. Beer with an escape, 5-0 lead here. A little head slapping, Roger says, let's uh, talk to these guys and tell them to stop slapping each other in the face. Roger having a little combo in there. Whistle blows. Curtis fakes a shot. Works his way in. Collar tie. Curtis tries to, under, try to throw by. Minute 30 left to go here in period two. Curtis hits another throw by. Beer counters that. Beer's got a leg picked up. Curtis gets thrown by and gets thrown to his back out of bounds. That was close. Curtis nearly went to his back in the throw. Minute 18 left to go here. They're in a collar tie situation. Fake shot by Beer. He's got a two-on-one out front. Wrist control. Now they back out. No change here. Curtis steps in. He has an underhook on that side. He needs to run a front headlock here. Comes back up. Curtis hits a duck under to a knee pole trying to pick up the leg. Beer's trying to counter him out there on the edge of the mat. And Beer's going to counter out here. Just about to get around behind. Curtis sneaks an arm up in between him there. If Beer goes around behind, he's not going to be inbounds. So Curtis is fighting out here not to give this up. He's down to his belly. 
Car Beer steps around behind and gets the two. Seven zeros to score now. 34 seconds left to go as Beer with a lead over Curtis here with 30 seconds left to go. The Belmont team lead is eight points, 32-24. Curtis sits out, turns in, followed there by Beer. Curtis is on his shoulder near the edge of the mat. And don't give up any more here. Staying under a major. Nine seconds left to go in period number two, and they got another two to go here. It's going to be Curtis's choice to see where he was going to take it here in the third period. <coughs> Curtis with 4.3 seconds left to go in the bottom position here. Curtis sits out, tries to turn in, going to go right to his back and give up two near fall. Switched right to his back and gives up two. Two points you don't want to give up. Four seconds left. He switched. No arm. Goes right to his back. Gives up two. Nine zeros to score now. Curtis's choice. He takes neutral. I'd sure like to see him hit a high crotch and change it to a double. He's in on a tilt here. So he can get a little monkey roll. As a car has a leg tied up. Curtis is trying to tip him over. Curtis is getting pressured out of that as, as uh, Beer pressures him, gets the two takedown. He's got the major locked up now for sure. He's got 11. He's got his turn into his back. He's working for a tech or a fall here. He's going to pick up two on that one. He's going to make the score 13 to 0. Curtis can't get teched here or fall. Give up the fall. He turns his back and he's just giving up two near fall. One count. There's a one count. It's kind of tangled up here, and Curtis comes back, gives up no near fall. 13-0 is the score right now. If Curtis gives up another near fall here, it'll tech him out and give him a five. And make the score 32-29. Let's see if Curtis can come out of this. And he just gets caught in a half Nelson. He's going to get powered over. He's getting near fall here. Roger has not started counting yet. Curtis comes off his bay, off his back. That should be a near, that should be over. He didn't give him any near fall yet. Why wouldn't he give him near fall? Because he wasn't turned. His, his shoulder didn't get in the right position. Oh, he did give him three. Yeah. There he goes. There's the tech. 15-16-0. That's worth five. It's 32-29 Belmont. Henry Ferrote can seal the deal for Belmont here. As he'll be wrestling against Jackson Bingham. Bingham's a sophomore. I don't have a record for Jackson. Henry is a ninth grader, 20 and 2 on the year. Bingham is 7 and 5. If Farouk can win this match, it'll give Belmont seven wins. And then going into the final bout. Here we go. Farouk drops in on a leg attack. He's in on a single leg, head to the outside. Changes off to a double, gets kicked in the mouth. They've given the takedown. Farouk continuing to, to battle here on top. His opponent, Jack Bingham, is still fighting hard there. Here comes Farouk. He finally got around behind, and the opening takedown is his. 2-0 the score here. Oh, 
Froh's going to need at least a major, perhaps a pin win for Belmont to win this dual match. Now Froh is working a tilt, trying to bundle that near arm up. He's bundling that arm. He's got near fall points. He's trying to turn his opponent to his back. Bingham rolls all the way through. Bingham's going to give up a near fall, but he gets off his back. As Froat continues to work that cross face in a bundle, let's see if he goes to a, cr a cradle off of that. Bingham on his hands and knees, trying to work from bottom. 4 0s to score. Bingham trying to stand up. Froat goes around behind him. Froat's going to cut him loose. They come to their feet. 50 seconds to go, period one. Froat has a four to one lead. Belmont has a three point lead, 32 to 29 here in a great battle, an all county battle between two number one teams. Adams Central number one in 1A, Belmont number one in 2A. Here comes Froat going around behind, cross face. Trying to maintain, get, get control. He changes position, does Froat, goes around behind Bingham. He's got a cradle locked up. Froat's got the cradle locked up. Froat's got Bingham on his back. Froat's got him pinned. Froat just clinched the win for Belmont with a one minute and 43 second pin win. That'll give, that'll give the Braves 38 to the 29 of Adam Central. Will Franzi got his wish. And it'll make the match, final match of the evening at 126 between Dylan Ogg, the freshman, 11 and 3, and Will Franzi, the junior, at 15 and 7. This Ogg's a quality kid for Adam Central. Good freshman. Be a nice battle between the freshman and the junior here. The match has then been decided, but this is a sectional seeding points right here, AJ. We are underway at 126 pounds, our final match of the night. It's Franzi versus Aug. Franzi sweeps single, misses it. Aug trying to counter him out there. Shot by Aug, front headlock by Franzi. Franzi needs to put the head to bunny hole. Aug tries to sucker drag out. Franzi's still on that front headlock situation. Aug comes back up to his feet. Aug tries to hit a tilt, catches Franzi, and Franzi's going to go to his hip. Aug's going to get the takedown here. Gets the two, but he can't catch any back points off of it. So 2 nothing's the score here as Aug takes the early lead. Nice little tilt. Now he's going to run the uh, thread the needle. He's got uh, Franzi's hand locked between his legs. Now he's going to try and hammer lock him over, tilt him up with that lace ride. Has Franzi on his shoulder. Going to tilt him. Franzi does not give up any near fall yet. A minute to go here in period number one. Franzi needs to get his leg back, get his arm back there as it's trapped between his legs, as he does. Franzi. Kind of got his legs twisted here as he comes up, as I'm straightening out now. Franzi comes up. 43 seconds left to go as they go out of bounds. That'll get him a fresh start back in the center. Franzi sets up. Hog climbs on left side. No first move from either wrestler. Franzi with his head on the mat, tries to work some wrist control. Now stand up. Don't keep his head too close to his knee as uh, Aug trying to lock up the hands. Franzi working on some hand control before he comes up with 23 seconds left to go. Really no action from either wrestler. Roger's going to call somebody for something here. 15 seconds left to go as Franzi tries an outside leg stand up. 
just controlling hands. You need, once you get hand control, you need to make a move off that as Franzi looking to switch inside as uh, Aug tried to cradle him just about went over the top. Drop down. Aug bounced him off the mat. Franzi tried to switch at the whistle at the buzzer, but no go. 2-0 is the score. Aug has his choice after Franzi defers to him. Aug takes a down position. Franzi going to climb on right in from the left side here. Franzi locks up a cradle, jumps across. It's a false side. Can't get it locked. Now he's uh, in better position. He has the hands locked. Now he's just going to take him back. He, good move. Didn't roll him over the top. Franzi's lost the lock, I think. He's got the bundle locked up here still. Hogg's been flattened out to his base. Now Franzi's going to run that false side cradle once again. Just take the head over the knee. Try and lock it up on the other side as... Aug has grabbed the hand of Franzi so he can't lock him up. Franzi's still trying to work that. Now he's going to run the head to the knee. Now he drops back, grabs the inside leg, and going to pick him up and run him over in a Turk. And Aug does that, and Franzi catches him in a cradle. He's got the hands locked now, but Aug does a good job of keeping his weight shifted. Franzi's going to go around the other side, try and crank him back over. Can't get him turned. Aug's on the bottom here, and Franzi has the cradle locked up once again. But Aug has his hand locked on that back side of his leg, and Franzi's up front too high. Not in a good position to turn him here. Aug's going to hang on to this leg and probably get a stalemate out of this here. Franzi comes out front, comes off the cradle, just runs front headlock, going to bundle him up, run him over, and now he changes around, gets in a good position behind here. Aug tries to stand up. 40 seconds left to go. Franzi breaks him back down. Front. Aug sits out, turns in. Franzi tries to catch him in a chin drop. Aug gets back to his base. 30 seconds left to go here. Aug stands up to his feet. Franzi in behind. Hits his lock. Just about locked his hands. He's able to break in time. 19 seconds left to go. Drops him in chin drop. And Aug turns out of that just before he loses back points. Franzi doing a good job of riding here. And Aug has not been turned yet. So Aug's going to take a 2-0 lead into the third period here. And it will be Franzi's choice as he deferred the first period. Franzi hooked up a cradle there at the buzzer, but not enough time. I don't know if I don't know if Aug wants to go down as many times as Franzi got the cradle up. And Tony Curry says take neutral. Probably a good call. Yeah, as uh, he was in. Oh, Franzi chose top. <clears throat> That's how you stop that. Franzi chose the top position. Aug tries to stand up, gets to his feet. Franzi's trying to pick him up, take him down. Switch attempted by Aug. Franzi now has a locked up a, a cradle once again. He's got the hands locked. Oh, he breaks the lock. Aug has been at, keeping his head to his knee too close. Now Aug's going to get some hand control and kind of come out the backside. Franzi's uh, draped over the top. He's not in good position here. Aug's going to come up and get a side cradle on Franzi. And Franzi's going to have to fight off his back. There's a two-point reversal for Aug. Gives him a 4-0 lead here. Franzi does not go to his back. Franzi trying to come up here. As Aug runs some wrist control on that side. Franzi going to try and stand up on the inside, hit an inside switch. Countered there by Aug as they go out on the edge of the mat. Out of bounds. They'll come back with a fresh start with a minute 12 left to go. And Aug's got a 4-0 lead here. Match has been decided, but this is uh, this is uh, seating rights for sectional, AJ. And this would make it seven wins apiece here if Aug can pull this out. 
Aug breaks down Franzi as he takes him back down to the mat. He has him broken out flat. Runs some wrist control. He's got the leg arm tied up. Steps across. Hooks the leg of Franzi. Now Aug comes off the wrist. Franzi trying to work his way back up to his base. Aug's got a wrist roll. Now he has a double wrist roll. Back runs a run a half. Franzi comes up to his knees. 44 seconds left to go here. Franzi trying to hit a little inside switch here. Probably not the best direction to go. He's got his head on the mat. Needs to get some hand control and pop up. Got the head of Aug as Aug's draped over the top a little bit. 30 seconds left to go here. Aug has the arm, just going to try and bundle him and run him over to his back. Franzi comes out and grabs a hold of the leg. And uh, 18 seconds left to go. Aug's in good position here to get a 4-0 straight decision here. Trying to get some back points as he has the leg of Franzi. He has Franzi up on his side. He's got a side cradle locked up. Can he take him over and get some near fall here with five seconds left to go? Franzi on his shoulder. Doesn't go over. And Franzi is going to lose this match 4-0. But the match goes to Belmont. Give him three team points. Makes the score 32 for the uh, Jets and 38 for the Braves is our final here. As uh, Aug, your winner at 126 pounds. Rex, Adam Central won seven. Belmont won seven. The fact that Adam Central didn't wrestle their big guy at heavyweight made a huge difference. And I loved Adam Central's freshmen and sophomores. They are going to be hard to beat the next couple of years. That's the reason they're ranked number one. And uh, 1A, Belmont with a slim victory, 38-32. Let's send it back to the studio for a round of commercials. Back with more wrestling and a wrap-up right after this on WZBD. Have you received notification that your Medicare plan is non-renewing? Is your prescription drug plan or Medicare Advantage plan changing? Or has your Medicare supplement rate increased? If so, call Dan Kintz at Kintz Insurance for a free, no-obligation consultation. Dan is certified with the top Medicare insurers and can help you navigate through the many plans available. Give Dan Kintz a call at 728 728- 8888. Kintz Insurance since 1966. Why lose out to pain? Visit Dr. Carla Grody at Grody Chiropractic, 320 West Monroe Street, Decatur. She's a specialist in the utilization of proven non force techniques to treat injuries of all kinds requiring professional chiropractic care. Call 724 2510 for an appointment with Dr. Carla Grody. Open Monday through Thursday, closed Friday and Saturday. Grody Chiropractic, 320 West Monroe Street, Decatur. Good old reliable Moen faucets have style that has been around for your lifetime and probably your parents' lifetime. Moen has taken the old fashioned design and made a faucet with a new traditional look in chrome, antique, and polished brass finishes. New Moen faucets are backed by Moen's lifetime limited warranty against leaks and drips. Ask Baker and Sons Plumbing and Heating, 702 Nutman Avenue Indicator about Moen faucets for a lifetime. That's Baker and Sons Plumbing and Heating. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair.
back to Belmont High School, the teepee, where tonight the Belmont Braves have defeated their county rivalries, but it was not an easy task as Belmont sneaks out to victory 38-32, and we are joined in interview loft by the victorious coach of the Belmont Braves, Tim Myers. Coach Myers, first of all, congratulations on this great evening tonight. You did a fantastic job putting this together. Uh, I think everybody did it, right? Everybody came. They participated. It wasn't one person. Well, it was but neat. You, it was neat. you were the planner of this thing, and uh, the dual match, AC's got to feel great. They won seven matches against us. We had five pins of those seven wins, and those bonus points made the difference. Yeah, yeah. You know, we all this, everything is the laboratory until you get to the state finals. I mean, we, we learned something tonight. You, you can't let people try to slow you down, you know, and that's what happened a lot tonight. I, I tell our kids that they have brand new Ferraris for lungs. Why would you keep a Ferrari under 55? You got you to cut it loose. You got to cut it loose, but, you know, if, if, if people are slowing you down, you, you can't use that Ferrari, so... Speaking, speaking of Ferraris, this interview is brought to you by Steve Feasel's Velocity Motors. <laughs> I don't Ferrari. think Uncle Steve has any Ferraris over there, but he did have a Jaguar earlier in the he year. He did. He did. Very so, um, of, of your seven wins, who are you most proud of? Well, you know, I, I don't even know that I can say just... Uh, I thought the match right at there. seventy. Says, I thought oh, the yeah, match with Pelosios was gonna was gonna be the the difference maker. Yeah. I really thought the winner of that one was gonna win the meet. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, uh, but you definitely, definitely. But you look at all of them, and we have a lot of fighters. Some need to fight more. Uh, but you get a Henry Ferreau who's put in a big situation like that, and you don't know. Uh, he's a freshman. He's going to crack. What's, what's, what's he made of? Yeah, we, all, we weren't worried up here yeah, in the I, booth. We, were, we had a lot of confidence in Henry. Yeah, but, but you know, a big duel meet like that, that's, I think that's what happened at the start. You, these kids have never seen anything like this before, and, you know, you get the willies, and, but that's what you want. You, you want to experience things like this so you know, oh, i got to do this next time to be able to handle this a little bit better. Uh, being calm. Some of our kids were too jacked up tonight, and that can be a bad thing. Well, um, having his college coach here tonight in Roger Chandler, <laughs> I don't. I think Duke might have been a little too fi- a little too jacked up. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, same thing. I mean, you gotta you gotta find ways. If somebody underhooks and collar ties and squeezes, you know, you gotta be able to find your way out of that and. Uh, uh, have those openings, um, but, but of course we did the same thing against Curry at 190. Mendez fought to not not get turned, not get yeah, turned. yeah, definitely, definitely. And Cole, that's one of Cole's weaknesses is his conditioning. He, you got to be able to hammer down full throttle, and that's what Belmont wrestling is about. That's that's what I wanted to show people tonight, and uh, didn't get much of an opportunity. You, you got to. Uh, be able to open up because that's what people want to see and Cole will get better at it. I got a question for you. How many of those young ninth and 10th graders from Adams Central wrestle in the Madman Wrestling Club? There's quite a few. Again, I can't even hate these guys anymore. I know. You, know, you coach many, them. That's too many of them I like. This beer kid, uh, this car kid, those the I know, odd I know, kid. I know. I know. Are they all in All those kids in your yes, club? Yes, and Trevor. Yeah, they come up and... Uh, no, they're, it's just, they're so much fun. It, it, this is such a great sport. 
it really is. And yeah, you you've got a match like this. You want to beat them. You want to beat them. But um, at the end of the day, I, at the end of the day, they wrestled real well. I thought those young kids from AC. Yeah, I got to start teaching them some some bad technique. <laughs> I they, think yeah, so. No yeah, <laughs> throw, throw something in the mind yeah, that works. No uh, a monkey wrench. Yeah, right? yeah. Do this against your Belmont kid. Now, so, now, Tim, I, I know that all this uh, went into the night's show, but uh, AJ and I thought we were wore out. We could have shook hands before the match ever started, went home, and had a fantastic evening. The, what you put on, I tell you what, these state champions are here. They were so proud to be here. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Um, you know, it, they don't elaborate much. They're so humble. But uh, to see Bill Schultz, Chris Malin, um and then the Lindrick family, just the, the tears in their eyes, and uh, oh, there was um, tears in everybody's no, eyes. Oh, I know it. I know it. Just it is. It, it's just such a great sport. It's such a great program. I said earlier, you know, with with everything that we have here, there's no sense just putting it, you know, in a in a container and throwing it under the bed. People need to see this stuff and remember it. And I think people that were here tonight will remember this for a long time. I think time. so too. I hope so. And I, I know, hope it was special. I know that you made sure that we didn't rush in here, hurry up and get out of here. We made yep. this a, a full evening. It ran late, but I tell you what, there's nobody here that was disappointed with anything that happened. I think you're right. I think you're right, whether it was Bell people or opposing people. They, you know, they appreciate uh, what these guys did for uh, for the sport and they're pretty special guys for sure. I think the Adams Central fans as well were yeah. happy to be yeah. here to see what this meant and so that their kids can say, hey, these kids, these guys can do it. Why can't we do it? We can be state champions. Well, it's hard to be Bill Schultz. That's it's true. It's hard to be Chris Mayle. I don't yeah. know how you do that one, but uh, uh, Billy Baker. I've always been trying to. I want when I grow up, I want to be like Billy Baker. No kidding. You know? I, it looked to me like he could still win state <laughs> oh, I know out he there. Could. Yeah. I know it. I know it. Hey, Coach, congratulations. Uh, tell you. me a little bit about Mishawaka. When will the seating meetings take place for Mishawaka? Oh, it's day before again. Um, you know, that's that's one where you kind of take, to take a break from this whole team thing and start thinking about down the road about what you have to do as an individual to to get ready. To where, advance. Because yeah. your weaknesses will be exposed at that tournament. Absolutely. There's... There's no doubt in my mind. You're, that's why we go because you every weakness you have will be exposed and exposed a lot. So that's why we go. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun for for the spectators. It'll be fun for the wrestlers. It's a it's a grind. It's a two day grind, and if you can come out of that semi healthy, uh, sure. you're lucky. And then yep. and then you got Team State coming up. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You got to hit the reset button and uh, back to the team thing. And it should be, Belmont should be the number one seed in 2A going into that, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, but same thing. you know what rankings mean. Uh, nothing. You know, yeah, you, you got you, you got to wrestle. Ready. You got to be ready to rock and roll every day. It doesn't matter. Because um, I've seen I've seen seeds not come to uh, fruition once in a while, haven't you? Yeah. You know, that's, I, I talked to Shepard from Western. He says, don't seed me. I don't yeah. want to seed. Yeah. Every time I seed it, I have a bad tournament. I said, just let me come in and ruin somebody's day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. So. Hey, Coach, congratulations. A terrific evening. Thanks. And, Thanks. and again, this interview has been brought to you by Uncle Steve Fiesel over at Velocity Motors in Bluffton. He's got quality vehicles at value pricing. He'll take care of you before, during, and after the sale. He's a wrestling guy. He'll, he's, he's the real deal. Fifteen years worth over there at Velocity Motors. He and Kramer will get you handled.
And you're not exaggerating. It's the truth. It really is. That's right. Yep. Thanks, Coach. Yep. Yeah, thank coach you, Tim guys. Myers, as Tim goes to 23-0 and with the Belmont Braves this year, a skinnillating 38-32 victory over Tony Curry's Adams Central's Flying Jets. And now for the wrap-up, we started this match here on Thursday night as Belmont hosted the Flying Jets. They come in Adams Central ranked number one in 1A, Belmont ranked number one in 2A, and it was everything one could dream of for a night of wrestling with the uh, state champions recognized here at Belmont. It started out at 132 pounds, and Kevin Loshi, the senior, was in a good match with Brayson Sorgen, and uh, Sorgen with the fall, 432, gets Adam Central on top, 6-0. At 138, Maverick Duba, the sophomore, goes to 13-2 on the season with a 2-minute and 55-second pin win over Belmont's Chandler Thomas. AC jumps on top, 12-0. Wolpert comes out and gets Belmont on her board with a fall in 324 over Xander Schwartz, the freshman from Adam Central. Making a score 6-12, Belmont trails. At 150, Blake Luganbill, a major decision, 13-3 victory over Max Beyer of AC. Team score, Belmont 10, Adams Central 12. At 157, it was Gavin Davis, the junior wrestling junior, Jarrett Smith. And G Davis was a fall winner in 245, giving the Braves a 16-12 lead for the first time all night. At 165, Duke Myers, a major decision, 16-6 victory over Matt Heiser, Belmont Stretches their lead to 20 to 12. At 175 pounds, Xavier Palacios, the sophomore, is wrestling against junior Max Carr, and he gets a four-minute fall, which was questionable right at the buzzer, but the fall stands at Belmont 26-12. At 190, Trevor Curry remains undefeated, going 15-0 on the year with a 6-0 victory over Cole Mendez of Belmont, making the team score Belmont 26, AC 15. And that's where Tony Curry started making some changes here as Keegan Bloom and Zach Worm are both warming up before the match, but he inserts Ethan Funk to wrestle against Keegan Martin, and Martin gets a fall in a minute 50 seconds, giving the Braves a 32-15 lead. And at heavyweight, Wyatt McAfee, a 2-0 victory over Belmont's Grady Baker, making the score 32 for Belmont, 18 for Adams Central. But as we wrap around the 106-pounder, Adam Central was not over. They start their fall uh, win streak here with a 51-second fall of uh, Miles Carr is a fall winner over Ben Mills, making the team score 32 for the Braves, 24 for the Jets. At 113, Kale Beer, the freshman, goes to 10-5 and five on the year with a Tech fall 16-0 victory over Belmont's Ethan Curtis, making the team score Belmont 32, Adams Central 29. The match that locked it up for the Braves was Henry Ferrot as he goes to 21-2 on his season with a fall in a minute 43 over Jackson Bingham. The sophomore from Adams Central making score 38-29 Belmont. Final match of the night at 126, Dylan Ogg, another ninth grader for Adams Central, a 4-0 victory over Belmont's junior Will Franzi. Final score tonight was Belmont 32, Adams Central, excuse me, Belmont 38, Adams Central 32. Reporting for WZBD Sports, your leader in sports in Adams County has been Rex Brewer and A.J. Calvert. A.J., I tell you what, this whole night, was just so emotional, so touching, but it was it was a great night of wrestling after all of the uh, pomp and circumstance was over, and it got down to just a really good old-fashioned wrestle match. And I thought AC's young kids wrestled great. Myers has got to do a, a, a worse job of coaching them. <laughs> He's doing too good of a job. That's right. But uh, Tony Curry and his uh, team, uh, they've stepped up, and 
they look to uh, they go to a holiday tournament. They're going to have to wrestle some tough teams coming up, and then they go into a tough one uh, A state tournament, just like Belmont goes into a two A state tournament. And both these teams got some. Uh, They've got tough Rochester matches. to beat, don't they? Yeah, they they mean, do. That um, it's they looked awful good to me, and I, I sure like their their upside being so young, three seniors on the team, and uh, Belmont does not are not senior loaded either, but. Um, Curry and the boys are getting it done. But Belmont comes out on top. More wrestling uh, down the way. Uh, our next broadcast will be uh, the uh, first day of second day of the Al Smith tournament. And then uh, back with uh, Coach's show that, that I will have the, uh, I think I'm on YouTube to have the girls tournament on the 30th, the same day you guys are covering the, the placement rounds of Mishawaka. And uh, Coach's show in there someplace, but... Uh, Everybody have a, a great holidays and uh, make their way through, and everybody stay safe and healthy. Yeah, thanks, Rex. You too. You have a great Christmas, everybody out there. Enjoy the holiday and be safe, love on one another, and take advantage of the family time that you've got. I'd like to thank Steve Rouse for running board. Thank all of our sponsors for allow us to bring you wrestling on the radio here on WZBD. You've been listening to exciting high school wrestling. Brought to you in part by the many community-minded sponsors you heard. And a special presentation of 92.7 WZBD Sports.